0: Okay. We're, we're back. We're, we should be live.
1: We're oh, back. I right. just had live. to watch a commercial. I, yes. I'm
2: telling my kids that I'm on now.
1: All right. It's, uh, I am going to.
0: Yeah, we're on, so.
1: I just uh, retweeted that how's everybody doing
2: hello, hello 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 hello
0: hello hello
1: hello are you back in la or are you still in vegas
2: oh i'm in uh, i'm back in la that was <laughs> that was only for a few days <laughs> wish you was in vegas but <laughs> they put us up in a nice room did they oh yeah i, I can imagine Oh, they're so cheap now, Uh, you know, (laughs) they're begging people to come and stay. It's kind of like a ghost town, but I haven't been there in a while. So, (laughs) you know, I just forget how uh, how lively it used to be.
1: Well, now would be the perfect time to film one of these um, movies in Vegas where like uh, the end of the world or the apocalypse. Right. (laughs) They wouldn't have to close too much.
3: Are
0: you kicking All us right. off, Sean? Are you kicking us no. off, Sean? Uh, yes, I will. Uh, there's nobody in <laughs> chat, it looks like. Which is, uh, okay. There's five like people watching, though.
1: All five yeah. of us.
0: Yeah, Smugglers so notifications Canyon. just went That's out. Them.
1: There
2: should be soon. I'm looking at someone who's watching us right now.
0: <laughs> okay, yes. cool.
2: Smugglers Canyon
0: just joined. So. All right, so we'll, we'll say hello to Salacious Rum in the chat. But, uh, yeah, we have a legend in the house imperial communique how do you say that C- communique communique like old-timey
2: yes. old-timey uh communication
0: yes so uh normally we just say hello to everybody in the chat we got tom tunes in the chat we've got dandy 1981 in the Andy? chat who's a legend uh he says what's up and a monkey lizard we've got paul's collectibles in the house definitely i got my merman he sent me the other day uh i'll be showing that off in today's video uh we've got oakhurst studios in the house legend right there uh so i <laughs> in both places we got john the joker on Joker. Uh, need some moderators oh, to post some links
3: so uh who are we gonna we got well, you, kinda, you need to do that in YouTube studio beforehand, Sean, so maybe for next time. Okay. I think Josh, I can do it here. Josh maybe. is in.
1: Blue Harvest. Hey, we... hey Mark. Hey, yeah. hey, Mark. John Joker.
0: Gary Moore. Congratulations on it. Chris. Yep. We got John the Joker.
2: Yeah, Red Ranger Chris. Uh, big shout out to him. He's always uh, very, very kind to me on Twitter.
3: Yeah, yeah, he's a legend he on a Twitter. Dude. Yeah, he helps yeah. everyone out. He's a good guy.
2: Great guy. He probably. Red Ranger Chris would probably be geeked out to know that I worked on the Mighty Mo from Power Rangers back in the day.
1: <laughs> no way. <Did> you really? <laughs> That's did. awesome. Like, so, do, did you know? Um, e. I
0: think around. his name's
1: pa- Paul Schreier. Oh, dude, I see him at his
2: Comic-Con every year. Him him, and uh, the other guy, uh, I, and I, I ended up working with him. Uh, they were great. I, I loved, I, like, personally, I loved hanging out with them uh, Offset, And then I got to know both of them years afterwards. Uh, they're, yeah, they're just great people. And they are Shakespearean actors. I went to see both yes. of them perform. Yeah. They are, they're talented at the
1: Wazoo. He went to uh, what Pierce College or something, where they would do. I think they did. Uh, that's what he did. But he used to work at Six Flags Magic Mountain when I was there, mm-hmm. and um, he hosted the uh, the U.S. high diving show that was out at the the little pool that they had. Huh. And um, I yeah, it was fantastic when he was there.
2: Yeah, I can't say enough about those guys. They're 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 sweet.
0: Okay, so, yeah, yes. we pretty much uh, said hello to everybody. I'm going to go ahead and let Rum uh, do the introductions because he's obviously the master mind behind this whole show. <laughs> so,
3: Oh, thanks, Sean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> drop it on but,
3: no pressure. So, so, basically, Mr. Imperial, that's Sean's way of saying, I will host, but on my hosting duties, I'll pass on the duties to you without letting you know in advance. So. <laughs> So thanks a lot. Um, so that is a team
2: I, effort, guys.
3: Yeah, I know, and I haven't got <laughs> balance because we're on Sean's platform. So, uh, but uh, for those that are listening to us on podcast, uh, thanks for joining. Free men and a monkey lizard. Um, this is your home for light-hearted TV, movie, and toy entertainments. So in the house today, we have. Uh, Sean Solo Eight, YouTube's finest. Say hello to everyone, Sean. Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for checking us out tonight. And we have the Hulk Smash himself, all the way from hey, so Oka American. Studios. So. It's it's Haven.
1: Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to our channel, uh, Anthony, or the show.
2: Oh, thank, thank you, thank you for asking. I'm very flattered.
3: Uh, And, of course, it's the dude himself. I think he's with us. He is with us. Say hello to everyone, dude. Hello to everyone, dude.
4: (laughs) Uh, And thank you you for hanging out with this uh, poop show tonight, Anthony. We're glad glad to have you.
2: I'm glad it worked out.
3: (laughs) Um, and I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to think of some adequate words. I would have, I would have prepared something in advance. But I think it's fair to say. I think most of us in the in the chat would agree with this. That um, Anthony, you are as far as in the collecting world. I think your YouTube royalty, uh, your channel is one of the channels that everyone looks up to. The, you you don't post as many videos as we all want we always bang on to you about can you post more um, but the the, the the videos that you do post are on that top echelon that top quality of of toy videos that we like and we are we are really honored that you agreed to come on our show tonight so for, thank you very much very you're very welcome with the free men and the monkey lizard
2: oh well th- th- again thanks for having me and that's uh <laughs> Over, over, over flattery, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't see my videos that way, but I appreciate that uh, I'm getting the huge support that I do get. Um, I wish I could post more, but I'm just busy, <laughs> and it, these things do take a lot of time to do.
3: For sure, and and um, and you spend a lot of time doing a lot of stop motion animation, and you put a lot of thought and a lot of creativity into your videos. Um, so I think we need to. We, we, there's some questions that I know everyone wants to ask. Uh, so I'll I'll start off the first question, if it's all right, guys. Okay. Quite int- Quite interested in your background mr. Imperial, and how you got into into star wars so there's a two pronged question i 've got for you how mm-hmm. did you get into star wars that 's probably a more common answer, but how did you then get into youtube so there's a, a two pronged element so hmm. we'll all be- well,
2: yeah well I mean look um, i'm old enough to have seen uh, the original Star Wars at the drive in uh, I think it was nine 19- probably the summer of 77. I was six years old. Uh, and you know, just who wasn't that age and just blown away by it. Um, and, um, I, my, my neighbor two doors down, he, uh, had gotten, his parents got him some of the toys and I was over there. I'm like, Oh my God, these are so cool and begged my parents. And then, uh, what, what was he, they came out in, uh, 78, uh, and, uh, christmas i got the death star and the millennium falcon the same christmas it's still the best christmas ever <laughs>
4: yeah. absolutely that oh, sounds God. amazing
2: but um
4: so you sean know they... can you maximize him while uh, while he's while he's talking to us yeah oh you know <laughs> what? i, I want no i can't i can't <laughs>
1: maybe maybe it'll be me
3: there we go
4: oh, it's oh, almost always
3: or the or the free quarter, Sean, so yeah. that you can. So we're all poor old Anthony. Come on, um, let's see if I know how to do that.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but what
2: else? Uh, uh. Doing the YouTube thing. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I decided to you know build the army a while ago. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a weird thing. There's a there is a store in Santa Monica called Puzzle Zoo. And I still remember going in there when I first moved to California and I was chit-chatting with the guy because uh, they had some Star Wars toys. And I, 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 some guy was selling his complete loose collection for $1,700. I mean, every or at least the figures, you know, the, all, all 96 figures uh, for, for like $1,700. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I could buy these because they're in great condition. The irony is that I actually ended up working for that guy who was selling that collection for, uh, for, for a year or two. But um, I got into a conversation about the, the guy in the collection, and I was saying, oh, yeah, I saw this, com- this story about a guy who had, like, 20 stormtroopers, and it was wild and all that. And he casually goes, oh, when I was a kid, I had 100. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, wow. So mm-hmm. once, uh, you know, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, once uh, the VOTC version came out, I'm like, I can do a hundred of these. And then pretty soon a hundred became 200 and 500 and then I was organizing and, you know, I'm like, why don't I make an entire battalion? So, you know, it grew to be a thousand pieces. So I had them sitting there and I'm like, well, nobody's seeing these. I, I put up a uh, rebel scum. I had made a um, uh, 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 a photo folder uh, with a, bu- a couple hundred pictures, but still it doesn't do it justice. So I was like, well, you know, why don't I time-lapse it setting up? We'll see how, how it does. So uh, I, it was, it's a crazy story and how that ended up happening. Uh, I confiscated my uh, roommate's room, took all this furniture out, put it up a table um, and, you know, and did the time-lapse and it took about a week to get it done. So, um, and then um, that sat there for a couple of years, getting some views and then COVID hit and I'm like, hmm, well, I'm bored. I may as well uh, try to do a little something else. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a simplified version. Because <laughs> I, I wonder I, I how watching your videos,
4: I wonder now, how your know, YouTube channel started during COVID. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> that's the I know like,
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, yeah. No, I I like I know Mark. Uh, I think Mark and I started about the same time. Uh, Blue Harvest Vintage. There's a bunch of us that I think mm-hmm. uh, started a March, April, about that time. And and a lot of you guys are 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 my friends now. You know, I consider you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah you guys are all good dudes
4: yeah what what about everyone because I think I started mine in May and it was due to just COVID and wanting something to do and then just connecting with the community What what about you guys were you all uh COVID YouTubers too I yeah.
1: think um yeah I think uh, mine was just I before. had my channel for quote yeah I, I had a channel for a really long time and when uh my kids were smaller I was trying to show them how to do stop motion. So we were making these 12 inch GI Joe movies and then it's like they lost interest. Cause it was just way too much work to put a film <sighs> together.
2: Right. Like, you Oh my God, dude. Yeah.
1: And take like, yeah, just hundreds of pictures. And then back then it was, uh, I was using a uh, movie maker. So it was like, you had to put every picture in individually. Then if you wanted to do any Photoshop on each picture, you know, like if you wanted like a, a flashbang or something. It's not like today where you just got special effects built in and it just kind of like died out and then didn't do anything for a long time. But I think I did put some stuff up around uh comic con uh, for a few years. You go to uh, comic con? Uh, yeah. Usually every year. Okay. We're getting so, the, we're getting together next comic con. Oh yeah. That's going to be fantastic. I already got my tickets. I, I carried them over from the previous year. So I'm um, good to go. <laughs>
0: But, um, hey, uh, can but, I just but, really yeah, quick give a shout out to John the Joker for that, that $20 uh, super chat? Oh, Definitely yeah. appreciate that. Was that was amazing. Man. That's the first one that's I've amazing. ever gotten in my life, so that's a pretty cool feeling.
3: Uh, you should read that out for John if he's giving a, if he's giving you a super chat. What did he say? Yeah, okay. go ahead and read that. You're the man, you're the voice.
0: He <laughs> <It laughs> says, Thank you guys hey, for hey, doing these live. He says, You guys are so awesome, each and every one of you. Uh for the info that you provide us on the stuff we love and you bring us all together. And we definitely appreciate you, John Joker. Definitely super, super cool. John's
3: awesome, and that's an overly generous uh super chat dude. Uh, don't need there's another that. uh,
0: good comment in here uh, that needs to be highlighted, and it's uh right here. Uh smugglers canyon. Uh said so they have a small amount of small army snowtroopers and still they started until they started watching Anthony. And I have no army. But yeah, that's one thing that blows my mind about Anthony. I've never seen uh, any collector with a collection like his and the way he has them on oh, display. Now, my question is, are, is there a room where they're always displayed like that? Do you always have like a hundred troopers and all your stuff laid out or? I, I,
2: I wish I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, they're, they're all packed away. If you uh, watch my, unbo- is it the unboxing video? One of my videos, I, I actually have a picture of how they're all stored in, in boxes, but the, the boxes are all organized.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. Because like, that's what I thought. You take them all out yeah. and display them. It's just epic, man. Epic.
2: Yeah. I, I'd like to redo that in HD. Um, I'm at a studio now, and I want to broach the subject of, uh, you know, y- even using their uh, motion control camera to do a sweeping uh, time-lapse shot. That would, uh, wow. that would be pretty awesome.
3: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, you're you're going to get bad advice now for that. <laughs> You're um, uh, the person that comes to collect your um, your rubbish every week, uh, Anthony. Um, <laughs> must have some strange yeah. ideas, especially that uh, the day after you posted that video where you opened five hundred right. action figures in one go. You're, do, you,
2: <laughs> do you know how many people were? Uh, you, you know, my f- personal friends were texting me, and it's like you're going to recycle that plastic, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's I hope you is. did. Yeah, I, I did, I did.
3: Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take That's you to open all those? Well,
2: that was an afternoon for sure. Um, yeah, um, it, it was carefully timed, but uh, it just, I just, you know, I just uh, was a machine just going through and tearing it out and resetting the camera every once in a while to keep it a little interesting. So, um, yeah, it took a good, uh, I think it took a good four hours. Uh, you could, if you watch, you could see the sun shift uh, its its quality uh, over
3: time. <laughs> it's a beautiful video, but for in-box collectors like myself, you created a lot of anxiety throughout that video.
2: My, I one of my buddies was like, uh, he well, actually Tim too, but uh, one of my buddies, uh, he's like, oh, I can't believe you opened that. I need one of those because uh, it's uh, he, he. Unfortunately, he, he had a complete collection of uh, the original like not the original original but the 2010 to 2012 vintage collection and they were and they got swiped somebody stole them out of his uh garage and he's trying to piece it together but he's like oh dude i needed that i needed that and then tim uh bosk's bounty he's like okay it's like oh my my god i can't believe you opened that so (laughs) Yeah, but so, you know, I sent him a few that I still had uh, laying around that I didn't that weren't a part of that video. But uh, yeah, a lot of people were like, yeah, uh, what are you doing?
3: It was actually a bit like uh, I think of that video as like star uh, is like a Star Wars punk video because you <laughs> you nonchalantly just throw all the figures on the floor and the, <laughs> and, the and the title of the video is the Stormtrooper Dump oh, yeah.
2: mm-hmm. and it's
3: like everyone's just chucked, chuck chuck and then there's a, a pile of five hundred troopers on the floor just in, in, amazing to watch. Yeah, how many to... tro- how many troopers have you got now uh, in total? Do you know?
2: Well, I probably if I probably have about fifteen hundred. If I if I broke everything out, the stuff that it wasn't in a video, uh, yeah, I would say about fifteen hundred.
1: Wow,
3: that's awesome. awesome, Paul. That is so funny. Hey, so... I broke into I broke out into hives while Anthony tore all those open. <laughs> oh, there, there is. Like I did hey, hey, too.
1: So when you're When you're making one of those stop motion reviews, do you script it out or write it out? Oh yeah. Because it seems so smooth with like the, the dialogue and then the way that the, when you get to the part where you're talking about how he moves, it just seems seamless.
2: Oh, well look, I do every, I end up doing everything twice. Uh, Um, I'm believe it or not, uh, i'm really horrible on camera uh my my roommate makes fun of me all the time for my completely dry john hodgman's delivery uh but um uh it just you know even though i write it and it's in my brain it's still hard to get a lot of the words to come out uh come out right this is not smooth for me um and then um and then just with the animation i you know i'm my own worst critic and uh, you know you figure out what your end frame is, and you try to get there, and uh, it's just a matter of like playing it back. Does this work? Oh no, no I could do better. So it's it's a time intensive in progress. But I, I start with the script. Start with the script. I have some ideas on uh, wh- what the sequences are going to be. Um, do you storyboard it? I don't. No. No. Uh, um, you know it's like uh, what I'm standards so, so we're like it's it's a variation of this shot that's behind me and then on my desk and whatever uh special different thing I can do uh, you know and and that's the thing that's uh i is the part of the reason why it takes a while for videos to come out is because you know you, the community's been very uh responsive, and you know once I started animating the figures, it popped and you guys all kind of like, you know, had a great reaction. And I always feel like I have to outdo myself. Mm. So like, there's only so many ways that you could put Mm. a figure on the desk and animate it to show all the joints. So, so that, that's a good, huge part of the reason why I like, I like I wrote a script for the uh, flame trooper for the incinerator trooper. Um, but I just never got around to it because I couldn't figure out, like, well, how do how do I make it different from what I've already done? And then once Boba Fett came out, I'm like, um, you know, all right, what could I do different? Slave One could land right next to me. I know how to do this. Um, you know that that's one of those things that I think when people watch, they're going they're, they're expecting they're expecting something from me. You guys expect something special, <laughs> yes. so I have to try to deliver. Uh, so. You know that was something like, all right, that's going to be cool. And then when you know when I did it and I combined the two images together, and I, and I should put that up on Instagram or or somewhere where I could show you, like me holding it, landing it, whilst I'm also sitting here. That would be really fun. But it just you know, once that starts coming together, it's like I I, I know I got something, and that's you know people are going to respond well. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I'd like to see that picture because were you in a full body green outfit holding (laughs) that? I
2: wasn't, and you know, I was uh, just commiserating because uh, the job I'm on, um, it's it's you know, we shoot tabletop. uh, We're shooting pizza on a tabletop, but you know, they they all know all the tricks for uh, doing effects, and you know, for as many of the documentaries that I've watched uh, with uh, you know green screen and how to do it until you actually do it sometimes, you don't realize some of the stuff. Cause I, I work in the industry. I've done plenty of green screenshots, you know, or at least I've been there while they're doing it. And I'm like, they light up the green screen. There's a reason why they light up the green screen to keep shadows yeah. off. I lit it just lit up myself and I didn't think, oh, the green backing I have, oh, there's a shadow. Oh, that'll be easy to cut out. No, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit more work than I wanted. So, you, you know, you, you learn by your mistakes. Uh, so um, yeah, so, <laughs> so it, was a fun, it was a fun adventure It wasn't as easy as I wanted it to be But uh, it still worked out <laughs> Alright cool So yeah, we got um, I know you can't chat. always
0: talk about So great Great cast tonight Keep up the killer work So thank you sleeping collectibles Appreciate that And also I just oh, want no to mention problem. Benny Sullivan He's real harsh man He says Sean you look way older than you sound in the videos Kind of hurt my feelings <laughs> And then he says something bad about salacious crumb here uh, doll looks so creepy. Now you don't know, feel so bad. Elmo unzipped his fur coat. I mean, man, but anyway, we, we love you, Benny Sullivan. It's, it's all good. But uh, there's another question for Tony here. It says, Anthony, what did you collect pre TVC? And also what did happen? I'm not sure. About
2: last <laughs> uh, look, I mean, I've been collecting all my life. Um, I, I, I still have all my original, uh, vintage, uh, Kenner figures. Uh, I, I was more or less forced to stop collecting, uh, you know, when power of the Force came along. So I didn't have any of those. I eventually acquired them. Uh, and then once, uh, what, 94, when, uh, power of the force two came out, I, you know, I regret it a little bit, but you know, I've been collecting since then. So I, with few exceptions, I have most everything, uh, three and three quarter inch.
0: Yeah, it seems power of the force is a big one. Uh, Most people,
2: yeah, it's about that about that age, you know, where you know, I, I, I'm, you know, uh, y- your parents start going, yeah, you should be more interested in girls than uh, toys. So
0: <laughs> that was my problem. I was 14 years old, still playing with toys and riding a skateboard, and all my friends around me uh, were peer pressure on me because all these girls were chasing me all the time mm-hmm. and. I just had no interest. I was a weird kid, man. Like, weird, <laughs> for
3: sure. Oh, bless. Uh, you've got a crazy vehicle vehicle collection as well, Anthony, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you uh, have you have you got have you got everything cataloged? And do you know how many starships and vehicles you've got as well?
2: Uh, let's see. I, I I don't know why I don't have it perfectly memorized, but look, it, it's insane with the battalion. It's like I have thirty there's thirty two uh, TIE Fighter pilots, so everyone's gotta have a ship. So yeah. I have eight TIE Fighters, eight interceptors, eight um, uh, tie strikers, but I only have five uh, I only have five uh, tie bombers. But I've, now is there I'm any way ch-
0: you can show us a quick tour of anything like that or is it all I like,
2: wish I could. It? I really wish I could, but yeah. That would be um, epic. Yeah, um, yeah, I have some extras of that stuff too, but uh, uh, ATST wise, um, um, like Walker wise, like I have sixteen ATSDs because cool. there's uh, you know, I have thirty two ATSD drivers and you know, two to a two to a ATST, so you know, gotta have it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just acquired. Um, I was really bugging about uh, the snow, the uh, speeder bike. Because that Toys R Us speeder bike is like absolutely hands down the best speeder bike. And I was trying to get a speeder bike for every speeder biker scout in my in my uh, battalion. And I finally acquired the last two.
3: <laughs> That's um, awesome. awesome. Wow. Yeah. Now I want to lay down a little bit of a challenge for you at some point, Anthony. Because you've got very clearly a very impressive Imperial Army going on. Mm-hmm. But the Kawakian Monkey Lizard army isn't bad. Mm-hmm. And there's also, there's also an Ewok army um, over here. So one day, we want to go Mano v. Monkey Lizard. <laughs> and we want to we put the Monkey Lizard army up against the Imperial army in a, in a fight-off. Are you up for it? Oh, absolutely. Okay, there we go. The, uh, the, the, monkey, the, monkey, the, the monkey Lizards have acquired some <laughs> Imperial vehicles to use in their army. So I'll just, I'll just pre-warn you
2: well here's a question for you all um how many you guys because we certainly did this um i you know because the the guy that i started uh collecting star wars from that my neighbor two doors down he eventually got into gi joes so back when you were kids how many times how many battles do you guys have between your star wars armies and your gi joe army
0: Uh
1: yeah you know what i think that's true because um once the uh once the three and three-quarter G.I. Joe's came out, you would pit them against each other because um, I didn't just use my Star Wars figures when I was playing for Star Wars figures. I would mm-hmm. make up my own characters, and they wouldn't actually be the characters from the movies or whatever, so they they intermingled very well. I oh, think. I had Micronauts uh,
2: as droids for <laughs> yeah. my Star Wars <laughs> toys.
1: Yep, those two. You can stick any any of them. Could have went in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we mentioned so, that yeah, I did uh, a couple them.
0: weeks ago, but that was me too, like Hammerhead. Uh, was my Darth Vader basically? It was always Han and Chewie going after Hammerhead, because uh, Vader to me looked horrible with no cape and no saber. He's just a skinny black thing. So
1: with the big
3: with the big helmet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I never got cool into. I, I... Go on, sorry Sean, my bad.
0: Uh, no, I would just build forts and stuff like around the Millennium Falcon, because you know they used to have these plastic like connectable things, and you could build like big fortresses. Uh, I used to do that a lot, and uh, I don't know if I really mixed any because I didn't really collect GI Joe as a kid. Uh, it was all all Star Wars, and then Masters of the Universe uh, which swiped me away, also. So,
1: so we used um, to, we used to... oh, I, I I'm sorry. I used to have all the the Mego, you know, the Mego superheroes, mm-hmm. but I would make my own outfits for them, so then they would. Oh, that's cool. Pretty soon not have, yeah, not have superhero outfits anymore, but they'd be dressed differently. And we, I, I remember I had a whole set and it was like a secret police force. And uh, that was like part <laughs> of my story. You know, it turned in, it, turned into my comic books later on, you know, that I would just draw in when I got a little bit older, but um, that's how it started. You know, you're making up the stories with the figures and then later you're putting them into a comic or something.
3: Yeah. And and oh, you're still oh, and you're oh. and you're still making little outfits for your figures now, aren't you, Vern? Yes,
1: I am. Well, <laughs> or Painting them.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, oh.
3: he has a new
0: Luke already. <sighs> Check that out.
1: <laughs> I took the Dagobah Luke and painted them just because I was like, "Well, they're not going to sell exact, me too." It's literally yeah.
0: the exact same figure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The only thing you- is, I couldn't get that perfect uh, grayish. Uh, because it was a gray it's a gray blue or something for the pants uh dark gray blue and i just did a blue black
3: do you delve into black series anthony i'm I'm just trying i can't can't think of too many black series videos it's mostly vintage collection you do isn't it
2: yeah i you know when i when i started i figured my focus is going to be three and three quarter inch imperial uh i I realize I am probably limiting myself, uh, but uh, look, I, yeah, I, I have. A I don't few know if black you could series. call your
4: collection limiting yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I know.
0: Well, uh, well, limiting forces, myself I for mean... the
2: material that I could do on YouTube, you know. So yeah. I, I was trying to find like when I did the uh, hallway, it was sort of like, all right, I got to find an imperial slant on this, so I got to take tackle it from the imperial pr- perspective. Uh, but for the black series, like, look, the black series figures are gorgeous they're really well done and i love them Mm -hmm. but ultimately i look at it you know like am i going to display these because i like to open them up i like to bend all the joints i like to see what they can do that's that's half of the fun with uh, having figures um but you know it's like how is a display of the six inch going to look with the display of the three three quarter inch so i i collect i collect a select few but i completely love the black series it's just it's not my focus
1: and so I wanted you... to
3: ask... go for it dude no it's okay go for it i was just going to say how much into the uh, world of customizing have you got to supplement your army i notice you've got lots of banners and flags and things like that with your army not all of that is off the shelf is it
2: uh, the flags are, believe it or not, the, those came with uh, a Comic-Con exclusive, um, uh, the 501st Stormtrooper. Uh, so it came with the flag. And what actually what I did was I painted over, it says, well, I don't, I don't think you could. Yeah, I painted over, it says uh, Vader's, Vader's fist. And then I think the 501st down here or something like that. So you can kind of see a little bit where I painted. So. Um, I don't know why I did that, but I did. <laughs> I have a few that aren't painted, but um, uh, so those are not custom. And yeah, I, I, I wish I was more skilled. I can paint. Um, um, could you do me a favor? I, I have uh, one of my uh, speeder bikes over on the table and someone's going to hand the, the black Um All I could do is paint. Um, and I'm getting better at painting. Uh, here we go. So, um, for my shadow squadron, uh, you know, oh, yeah, that was bike. Good. Painted speeder bike. That's what the last, the last two I got, they're going to get this paint job. Um, I'm was really trying, I really want a mud trooper that's super articulated. I'm so frustrated that we only have the five or seven or point of uh, point of articulation one that came with those, uh, or the, the Han Solo one and the other one that came with the six pack from target. Um, and I've been, you know, I have a couple pieces aside that I want to start taking apart and get a Dremel and try to piece something together. I just, it's just timing. I haven't been able to do it. And I, I'm, I don't think of, I just don't think uh, I have the skill to do it, but I'd like to
1: give it a shot. That's
4: I, I part took of the part is learning uh, and developing new skills.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's true. I took apart a land speeder oh, yeah. and a and a race speeder, and uh, I had every intention of trying to build something new. And there's it's still a bunch of pieces in the bag.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, like so I wanted to do the uh, the incredible cross sections uh, snow speeder uh, trooper. You guys all know that one, right? It's like I still yeah. have like a my snow trooper and my uh, biker scout sitting there that I'm like. I'm going to do this someday. I'm going to do this someday. I'm going to take this part and I'm going to put it together so I could build it exactly like it's in the picture in the book. But yeah,
0: that's my problem it's, too, man. I do that all the time. And I have now I have piles of things around me and it's, you know, the missus is getting really mad. <laughs> Tez,
2: I'm running. I'm running out of movies. <laughs>
0: That's of, I like, why I left that on the screen. We need an explanation.
2: <laughs> I look, there's 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 a few, and um, I, I I hope hope it wouldn't spoil. But I, you know, living in Los Angeles, um, I live at near the uh, Sepulveda Dam. And one of my one of my favorite movies, the end sequence, the title of credit sequence was, was shot there. And I want to do an on location version so that I just kind of take take seven stormtroopers out there and just do it in that exact pose.
4: Uh, what uh, what was shot there?
2: Uh, exactly. Yes. 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 What is it? Uh, <laughs> Baku Banzai. Uh, it was it was the end sequence after the credits it's like you know peter weller throws down a rope and he you know comes down then everybody in the movie is just and then the team yeah exactly yeah
1: as soon as you said uh, end sequence i've
2: never i've and i've never been out there I, i i've even lived closer to there i drive by it all the time uh believe it or not uh the in uh what's it called uh Iron Man 3, the the end sequence when they're fighting in all that stor- mm-hmm. those storage bins, that's where they shot that. They, oh, no they way. They were there for weeks.
0: Wow. That's cool. I well, well, that's why. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, carry on, rum <laughs> you, You've created lots of tools in the chat, so you've made a lot yeah. of people
0: happy. Uh, and uh, we also oh, have Tina, Tina. Lin, Super Chat. Thank you very much. Says because you guys oh, make a awesome. kid again. Oh,
3: thank you, Tina. Tina's so nice. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina.
4: So, Anthony, you, you've mentioned uh, a couple things about movies. So, I had two questions for you. And I've always been interested mm-hmm. to talk to you about this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know you can't always talk about the projects you work on, but what kind of roles do you play when you are on set, or, or what, what's your duty job? And then, how did you get into that?
2: Uh, I've I've actually done a lot. Uh um I started out as a camera assistant. Uh I almost stepped on Corey Feldman's head and we became friends after that. <laughs> so, um
4: what? Uh, yeah. was that was that license to drive?
2: No, it was it was <laughs> nobody's seen the movie. It was called uh, lipstick wait, yeah, it was called Lipstick Camera. Uh okay. so um it, yeah. Um but um um man, it's Just various roles. You had a lot of different roles, but late. But lately, uh, I got back into doing commercials, and I'm an assistant director, so I take care of all the talent. Uh, So, anybody who's on screen on a commercial I work on, um, I'll, uh, you know, when they come in, I make sure that their paperwork is all good, uh, ready, and then I get them dressed, I get them in makeup, I get them on set. And kind of depending on what I'm doing, uh, if I'm working with a lot of background, hey, where'd I go? Can you guys hear me? Yep. Hello. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw. I just saw a black. I just saw a black screen with a swirly going on. Anyway, um, it's like a lot of times I'll get to direct like the, what the background are doing in, in the back of a shot, so that's always fun. Um, uh, so, so that that's what I do to earn a living. And during COVID. Uh, since we're not having a lot of background these days, I'm doing more COVID compliance, so just making sure everybody's safe on set, mm-hmm. wearing their masks, and doing all that.
4: So, how'd you get in? How'd you get into doing that?
2: Well, I like moved out here. That's you know, all I ever wanted to be since high school was mm-hmm. uh, oh, uh, well, there's my ex wife, everybody. <laughs> Say hi to Amelia. <laughs> um, hi, Amelia. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, you no, know, it's just, you know, She's and it's right, because of so. Star Wars. This is the thing that, that, that I, re- I remark, uh, especially because uh, I have to be careful what I'm saying, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm working at on occasion at a certain studio where they're stu- shooting a certain show, and uh, I have a lot of friends who work on that show, uh, or I should say now those shows. So, um, and it's, but, like... lot of these people like they're 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 us they you know they grew up they were kind of nerdy and they like playing with toys and uh and kind of they never grew out of it and that's why i always tell people it's like you don't want don't ever be ashamed of uh having a passion for something because people are getting paid very well to do what they've always dreamed of doing so yeah so can you
4: cast the four of us in a commercial
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know about Mom, you lot. I, 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 I don't, I, know, I, I, don't know, I don't know about you lot, but there's <laughs> certainly a lack of monkey lizard representation in adverts. We need more monkey lizards in adverts for sure.
4: So, what out right. of uh, how about of Paul's the, uh, moves? Out of all the movies you've worked on, w- what has what has been your favorite?
2: Uh, you know, I, I have an answer that for that. And for some reason I'm flaking on it. Um, I got, I worked on, well, I got to work on hail Caesar, uh, and mm-hmm. I could t- almost talk about that as much, as much as I want, because first of all, it was an incredible experience. It was so well run, like, like literally I kind of hated working on it because I couldn't earn any money because when you're working, uh, I was working as a PA on that, uh, mm-hmm. um, And um, it's like when you work as a PA, you earn your money in overtime because you work a lot. These guys are so efficient. And like uh, uh, Josh Brolin. Oh, man. It's like like, everybody's so rehearsed. I will still never forget doing my first shot with him. It was a walk and talk down a hall. They did like two takes and they cut to an insert on the watch and we were moving on as like an incredible experience so i working with the Cohen brothers has definitely been uh, a highlight of my you know of my working career but that's really but cool. uh way back in the day though when i first got here i did get to work on star trek
4: so Ooh. that was that well, was like a big show oh. the uh
2: i work deep space nine dude oh, i'm
4: doing a deep space nine rewatch i'm on season four i oh. love deep space nine yeah that's awesome yeah it was just the one uh I, i'm terrible at remembering titles but it's the one where uh Worf and uh jadzia go to get uh the dagger or the sword of kalesh kalesh uh-huh. i always pronounce that wrong kalesh i what is it, I pronounce it wrong. Kalis. but yeah Kalis. I, yeah Kalis. thank you jeez but uh yeah dude, i love deep space nine uh-huh. that's it, it, uh it's it's, I go back and forth what my favorite Trek is, but it, it, mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine and Voyager, it's, it's one or the other. I, I can never decide.
2: Yeah, I, I had three goals, uh, three check marks uh, to, to cross off, and I've got two of them. One was working on Star Trek, and I lucked out uh, to, to be there for like two and a half, maybe three seasons when, when I first oh, moved shit. out. I That's got to so work cool. with the Muppets. So that was, that was a dream <laughs> awesome. come true. That
4: was so that awesome. Amazing,
2: and yeah. my, my last mark is Star Wars and I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're
0: pulling for you, man. That's Thanks. awesome. You're living the dream come true. Uh, before I lose this, uh, can you answer Paul's question here? It says, long shot. Hmm. Does Anthony know Casey Grimm, another first AD, or does he similar work I... in L.A.?
2: Uh, you know, I, I've heard of a KC, but I honestly, I cannot remember if Grimm is his last name. Um, yeah, I, I, it's not someone that I would have worked with regularly, or it may have been somebody I just heard about.
3: So I hope that one day when, uh, when I hope that one day when you went to work, Anthony, and you were shooting, and you saw that poor monkey lizard in that cage, <laughs> that, you, that, that you protested to the the creative executives.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: for uh, all your newcomers,
0: we have been putting links to everybody's YouTube channel in the chat. Definitely want to check us out. Uh, today's guest is Anthony. Uh, he just did a stop motion video on the brand new 3.75 Bobo set. Definitely go check that out. It's four minutes of your time that you'll be thankful for. And of course, we got Vern, so let's just run and a dude's nerdery. So just thought I'd throw that little plug in there.
3: Nice work it, work it, work it, Step Sean. Apprentice Ewok. So, so uh, any is there anything?
4: Um, that would be uh, from your time on Star Trek. Is there anything that would that you could share that would be interesting or surprising to us, just from being on a Star Trek set? Um, that you know, I, it, I'm, I'm a huge a, Trek fan.
2: I wa- well. You did you watch all of Deep Space Nine?
4: I, yeah, yeah. I, I watched it when it was released, and I'm doing this will be my second full rewatch of it. Um, DS9 to me is like comfort food, so I just I like watching it at night after a long day or something. It, it's it it just makes me feel good when I watch it. I don't know how else to explain it.
2: I wasn't work. I wasn't working on then, but uh, I had plenty of friends who were who were, who were still there. But mm-hmm. I was there the night they were shooting the finale. It was the finale. It was the last season. Mm-hmm. They were shooting the finale, um, and, uh, and and I got to tell this story because I worked with the director of that episode like just two years ago, and he was shocked. And I'm like, oh yeah, I was there when this happened. <laughs> but uh, there's you know, De Gaulle, Ducat, and uh, Sisko um- are fighting. Uh, mm-hmm. there was uh, there, were, there was uh, Avery missed through a punch and broke, uh, <laughs> broke it. I, I'm forgetting the guy who played I know the the, actor. he's yeah. such a
4: sweetheart of a man
2: uh, yeah exactly he's, exa- yeah, yeah. he's um, awesome in that but, role because uh, yeah. you just hate
4: him you know what I mean yeah. like you know an yeah. actor's good oh, when yeah. you just watch him on screen and you're like yeah. yeah oh no I Avery yeah, Brooks so, could throw yeah, a punch so, like, when do you yeah, watch so, oh my god
2: yeah, they, yeah, that was that was a little bit of a thing, but uh, man, that that cast is they, they were, everybody was really sweethearts, uh, great, mm-hmm. great people. So uh, I, I, yeah, love them to death. So yeah, Terry,
4: uh, Terry Farrell, uh, Jadzia, is is one of my all-time you know Star Trek crushes. Respectfully, mm-hmm. like, I, I love, yeah. and part of it too is how strong she's in that role, and mm-hmm. it's uh, to me the concept of, um, and I'm still suffering from brain fog uh, of her species, the Trill. Um, mm. just having a for those of you guys who don't know that the species has a symbiote that kind of is immortal and it gets passed from person to person. So she, I believe was on her seventh life with this symbiote, but you retain, you have the personality of the person that the symbiote gets input into, but you retain all the memories of the prior host. And so I thought she played that masterfully, um, especially off, uh, Cisco Avery Brooks because they had a prior relationship. I, I always loved how he calls her old man. I thought that was mm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um but uh dude that wow I can't believe that. I I, I want to go rewatch that now and see that fight scene. <laughs> do do any of you guys up there watch watch any of the old Trek series? I I know we talk more about Star Wars and Marvel on here, but just out of curiosity.
3: I watch all of them. Love no. Deep Space Nine and Next Generation. Didn't really get into Voyager too much, but um Deep Space Nine was my favorite and Next Generation, I think.
1: Yeah. Voyager was my favorite.
3: I, I think it was Voyager. the whole.
1: Idea, it was the whole idea that they were cut off from the Federation and they were mm-hmm. kind of on their own. So it was it to me to get right back to like, you know, in that five year mission to explore strange yeah. new worlds type of thing. That's is a great way to do it. The, yeah, the chemistry between um, Chakotay and the captain was was yep. really good.
4: Well, in seven uh, and nine, the- when she came on that, I yeah. think it took that series to a whole other level. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, I, I love Voyager. I, I love all of them. I, I mean, cause I was born in 77. So I grew up watching reruns of the original series, you know, and then every, every subsequent series I've watched live as it's aired, you know, from next generation all the way, all the way through. So I feel like I've, I've grown up with star Trek as much as star Wars and, uh,
3: um, I, lo- I love those shows. <laughs> Do you, do you collect other toy lines, uh, Anthony, like Star Trek figures or, or other I, toy? I,
2: I have all the Playmates figures.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're good. They're cool. I like, I like them. them. They have yeah, a, a
2: personality. Yeah. um, I've I got so much stuff. I just pick up whatever catches my eye. Um, uh, You know, There's I'm digging the new uh, Diamond Select black hole figures so i have vincent and bob and maximilian uh they're awesome um and i have some of the uh vintage um i've got most of the vintage battlestar galactica i found i was at comic con the last time they had comic con two years ago at a five dollar box i found almost the entire second wave of battlestar galactica vintage wow. so that it was way. like, yeah, that like oh awesome. man i can't pass this down <laughs> or pass wow. this up um you know, I had some Buck Rogers uh, and uh, Black Hole. I'm, I'm a big Black Hole fan. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, have I was too. robots, and yeah, those yeah, the there were some good figures uh,
3: way back. when. Well, it, well, it's normally around this time that we show each other the, some of the toys we've picked up over the last week. Is there anything that you've picked up that you've got mildly to hands that uh, that you want to show?
2: Well, the the most recent thing I got was uh, the uh, Boba Fett wave, um, and I man, I really well here he is. So, but I, I did that whole uh, hold the whole did that whole video. He gets caught up, and wow, that how prophetic is that? Where he uh. falls off the barge, huh? <laughs> what Jesus, he's caught. <laughs> I, dude, he's totally caught in in the string that I have here for my uh, no. one thousand things. So um, I could spend, I could waste a lot of screen time on that. But <laughs> oh, here we go. Thank you. Uh, so oh, there we go. One yeah, one yeah, one exactly. Um, the, these, this, so this wave is the latest that I got, and everything is out of reach. I'd have to go. Uh, I'd have to go off thing. But, oh, yeah, still, it's not some figure. Beauty.
0: Yeah. yeah it's cool
2: i'm still waiting i'm still waiting for the uh uh the armor wave um it, like i still haven't got my uh box from uh case from um uh dorkside uh, seems they're late for some reason so like this is the wave before this wave <laughs> so, but anyway uh those i got from um uh Hasbro i think Hasbro sent them in early so that's that's it nothing nothing exciting
0: who's going uh, next mine's a huge list man so i'll i'll go a little bit later off i, I want nuts <laughs> uh,
4: my, mine that's unlucky is, uh, yeah mine is super uh, super simple i got one figure this week uh, another hasbro pulse uh, cancellation was able to get it on amazon actually got it next day we have the brown and yellow wolverine from the House of X-Wave. So, dude, I love these boxes. Love that X
0: background. And just check out that figure, man. He is so cool. Okay, once I that get is you... Cool. Hold on. Man, <laughs> I don't it. know why I can't do that. There it is. There he oh, is. Amazing. Two
4: heads. Look at that grimacing that face, sick. though. So cool, man. I, I, I'm kind of like... Uh, with Wolverines, I'm. it's the way I am with Luke Skywalker. I'll, I'll take one of each, please. So, that's yes. it for me. That oh, was and uh, the 186. This, and then, uh, and then this shirt, my '90s X-Men shirt,
0: which is looking sweet. So is that it? You were light this week, so you got busted from <laughs> last week uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you locked down with all the packages. All
1: those boxes.
4: I, I, I told you guys the two weeks prior to quarantine, no figures. I'm in quarantine. It's like boxes galore. I leave quarantine, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't it was get so one shipment.
0: Watching it. <laughs> So yeah,
4: we, we got busted. But uh but I've had this one forever. So
0: all right. Who's up next? And I'll try to figure out this screen. No,
2: I just... all right, wait, so Salacious Rum has uh, the uh that Black Series uh uh bed. Oh, I'm, him up. I'm really I'm really jealous. I can't wait for those.
3: Uh, Sean, you just drank you just drank the screens around. So okay. if you grab the if you grab, that's it. Drag
0: them around.
1: Perfect. So, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I got some of these uh, retro figures, but um, Holo Chronicles was able to pick these up and ship them out to me. So I was able to get these this week. So I haven't been able to find hardly any of them in stores.
3: Those
1: and then, cards are uh, awesome. I did
0: uh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, was even able to pre-order them, Spider-Man know. this week on uh, Amazon, but that's not until April, Oh, with the, yeah, uh, so thankful. with
1: the Carol Danvers. Yeah, with the Carol yeah. Danvers, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got this. I've never What's seen that? this before. I, I don't Ooh, know. I I'm mean, so I'm jelly. trying to figure out. Have you seen this before?
3: No. Uh, oh, Revoltech. Seen... Yeah, Revoltech. Uh... Okay. I've Is never it Diecast? Seen company.
1: I... Uh, no, it looks like it's going to be uh, plastic because it's pretty light. But um, I picked it up, so I want to take it out and compare it to, like, the regular troopers. I'll do a video on that. And then, um, because you were talking about Battlestar Galactica, I picked this up at. Um... Oh yes!
2: No way. <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> yes.
1: It's it's not Ross, but it's the like another store like a Ross, mm-hmm. uh, and I can't remember the name of it. But it's um it's not Home Goods, but it's like um darn it, what is it? Uh, not D D S, but it was one of those types yeah. of stores, and it was just like at the register, so I had to get it. I mean. Five bucks right
2: oh. yeah that. totally <laughs>
1: okay. was that's it, it? TJ,
2: tj maxx
1: um no it wasn't tj maxx it was um oh you know what it was it was um burlington coat factory that's what oh it was. really huh. <laughs> yeah huh.
0: yeah i go on so random occasionally and can never huh. find nothing in there I
2: got several several of those around
1: yeah supposedly there's a there's a starbuck also but i couldn't find them so i'm still yeah, not cool. over the fact that back
2: in the day that they made a starbuck but they didn't make an apollo i mean what what, what was all yeah. that all about yeah. i'll I do, do another what
4: happened
3: <laughs> exactly exactly bizarre decision
4: yeah Dude, I, i'll tell you if they re- if they re-released those figures mm-hmm. and um and the Vipers, I totally. I'd love to get a Starbucks and Apollo. Each have them in a Viper. That would. Yeah. That would be so cool. I I love that show growing up as well. I I did also enjoy the uh the rehash of it that however long ago that was. Two thousand three, two
2: thousand four started.
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that was good too.
2: It, just an interesting side note. A lot of uh, you know because Ron Moore, uh, who's mm-hmm. on Star Trek, he took over mm-hmm. that. But a lot of the uh, mm-hmm. effects guys. Uh, went over to work on that and uh, I, I knew a couple cool. of them and uh chatting with them afterwards, like they, they let the effects guys just kind of have, have their way. You know, they, 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 they cool. a lot of the effects, they were just doing it out of pure love because you're like, Oh, you know what would be cool to do this? So, so yeah, that's, <laughs> Yeah, they're having a lot of fun doing those effects.
4: Yeah, the, the design and the and the effects on that show were were very cool. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was next level for a TV show when it came oh, out. Oh, for so sure. I, yeah, yeah. But, Great uh, storylines. Yeah. You
2: uh, know, you know, it's not. I'm a, a full student, but it's the development of using CG for uh, TV is, mm-hmm. is quite a story. In fact, uh, in fact, like again, I I I don't know if I'm ever going to work for Star Trek again. As like, I remember being in the offices and they had an article about Babylon five and had how, how mm-hmm. they're using computer and sort of like it's was pushing Star Trek to move into the computer age for further effects. You know, quite a development.
4: Absolutely. Plus it gave us a sack Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I remember like, when how... Oh, go ahead. I, I was saying and. In that was a pretty risky move changing Starbucks to a female yeah. and it totally paid off. She was awesome in that role. I mean, she just owned that role. I, I, I mean, I loved her. I, to me, she was probably, probably the best part of that series.
2: Good writing is good writing. It's like, you can't, uh, it, it, you know, if, if, yeah, if, yeah, if she wasn't a well-written character, it, you just, it, yeah, of course it wouldn't work, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it was, uh, it was lightning in a bottle.
4: Mm-hmm. And now she's our Bo-Katan, which is awesome, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, two iconic characters, and she's nailed both of them. But both have been well-written, so you're right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've seen her do interviews with, like, uh, creators with barely a thousand subs, too, on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen those, but, yeah.
3: Mm. Really, really cool. She's got her own YouTube channel, where and she, she posts, like, mm. workout videos and stuff. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, she's cool. I do like her. Who's next? Who's next for the toys? All right.
0: uh, the... Let me show you real quick so I can uh, try to get this right here this time. Okay, now it's not working at all. Hold on. Oh, there we go. All right, sweet. Double tap me. Uh, Oh, no, drag me. Okay. All right, here we go, guys. All right, sweet. Uh, First up, uh, Danny in chat sent me this amazing diorama. I'm sure you've seen it in my recent video. Uh, cool. But unbelievable, man. He worked so hard on that. And it's got magnet on the side, so I can
3: fix all that. But, yeah, that
0: is my proudest thing. The next thing, uh, somebody Sean, chat... Sean,
3: Sean, before yeah. you move on, are you going to graffiti yeah. the wall?
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm thinking about getting a little banister, you know, like on uh, Spider-Man, how they have those stairways mm-hmm. that go up, and it's a metal rack, and just yeah. sitting on the side. And having, like, Black Widow hanging over the edge, staring at my reviews. Okay, uh, I, from Collectors vs Collectors, uh, I got this. Jaina, very so, nice, yeah, absolutely very nice. epic. Uh, that's why.
2: That is why I'm conflicted about the Black Series because that's an awesome figure, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should get that one because she's. I have up it up, and that's why I got that. Uh, Paul's Collectibles sent me this. What an awesome dude! So I couldn't find him anywhere. Yeah. So really, really appreciate that. Uh I got this from Amazon, my first Deadpool. Uh but it's the Ash Deadpool.
3: Stealthy. So that
0: is Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Actually it does look a little bit red, but uh, I guess the red Deadpool is outrageous, so uh and of course, you know, I did this number. I don't know if you see that. But uh the whole wave of the new black series with uh you know uh oh. the bad batch. Got all those guys. So I won't even show those because we've all seen those last week. But this one here, check this out. Uh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Voltron Classic. But wait till you see this. This is just wicked, man. Unbelievable. Was that the Hold big on. expensive one or is that a different one? No, this, is a, it's, this one's 50 bucks. So. Okay. But it comes in a, a beautiful Classic case. Pull this off. Oh, that's nice. And, yeah. and then you open it up. Superstyle, yeah, look at
4: that. Oh, dude, that's awesome!
0: But I was so excited with this right here. Oh, unbelievable! Uh, I got that that out of my Voltron as a kid. That is awesome, yeah. Uh, and then also, I got uh, these two, yes,
3: many faces, many faces, and uh, Mm scare glow, yeah. Both those
0: were uh, in store pickups, and then of course. Last but not least is this bad boy. Uh oh, the bad oh, that's yeah. awesome. But, no, uh, it's got bad. animal. Yeah, it was the only one I didn't have. And it was in stock at uh I think it was Big Bad Toy Store. And they had the Voltron while I was there, so yeah, they got me good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my haul.
3: So they do so oh, they do Fraggle rock stuff. Huh
0: uh yeah i would love some fraggle rock stuff wouldn't that yeah. i
2: yeah i i haven't seen it but I, I if i did see it it would definitely pop you know I'm a big fraggle rock fan
3: yeah me too the dowsers is it the dowsers the green dozer green? well dozers.
2: You, you could probably call them dowsers but uh i think they on the show they're called dozers
3: i had one of those when i was a kid like a spongy one with a little <laughs> yellow hat on love those oh, i love fraggle rock
0: got a lot of chat to pick up on here
1: um, Down in Rock. Rock.
2: Ha, has so, rum picked up anything
3: oh yes he i've been busy does. yeah we've and had I was a
2: saying uh, that, that I'm, I'm jealous of that ben you have in back there
3: okay put me up full screen then sean and then we'll do we'll go there to chat go. After. I, I've, I've had Ooh. quite a good week actually um before i get to oh the, you got obi-wan i <laughs> did that came today oh no way uh-huh. That literally came today. It's random because I I got it from Amazon, um, but I ordered all of them. So you know the Greedo and what was the other one? It was free, weren't there? Uh there's uh, Obi
4: Wan Greedo and uh, Ajawa. Yeah, and so Jawa. I,
3: ordered, I ordered three of them, and only this one came today for some reason in a box on its own. Um, but it's super it's super cool. I love the you know the old school uh, Kenner style. I hope they do more figures like this. But the face yes. sculpt, the face sculpt is very very good. So that arrived today which was which was fun. Uh, this came in the post. This is this is my interest Anthony. My very first Polish oh, no. uh, bootleg. you got one. nice. Yeah, this is a gen 1 Polish bootleg 80 uh, driver or is it the driver or the pilot i don't know if i can't remember
2: like like the driver
3: yeah uh, so he's going to go off for grading he was not he was not cheap <laughs> but i've i've gone down that rabbit hole so and then randomly my akbar finally turned up that's been on pre-order for ages so i got my akbar and my Tebow. and i had a <laughs> nice. um, i had a mail notification today from star action figures there's about I've got so many figures on pre-order they're so slow in the uk i've got about 30 figures arriving tomorrow wow um and then um and then uh i love these uh dixie cups some of these dixie cups oh Oh, yeah so i've been collecting these so i had my i've got the there's three that have got slacious rum on uh slacious crumb so uh there's one missing which i've just ordered and I'm on the hunts for, you can only get them in America, so someone might want to help me out, but the Burger King Cups from Return of the Jedi, um, they didn't come out in the oh. UK, but one of them has yep. got a salacious, a salacious crumb I'll on I'll tell
0: you what, Ron, uh, if I got them, and I know I do in my mom's garage, I'm going to be helping her clean it out after she gets her second shot, but if they have them in there, it's yours, man. I'll mail it to you for uh, sure.
3: th- That would be amazing. Unpopular. And then we got them all. That would be truly amazing. And then I really love uh, Japanese Sofubi, the vintage ones. So I bought this one. This is for Vern, because I know Vern's into them as well. So although I bought it for Vern, and I am sending this to Vern, I have been playing with this all week. um, But it's a kaiju monster. (laughs) He's got claw hands. Uh, He's Bandai 1983. They just make crazy designs in Japan, don't they? Look at that. Mm -hmm. I don't even know like, what is he like a s- squid man or I don't know but he's awesome and I bought a, um, I bought an Ultraman King as well uh, they're 10 a penny these to be honest but it is a vintage Bandai 88 that's right up bird's l- alley. yeah I know I'm debating whether to put this into the package or not because I've been playing with this one as well so he may or may not get this one I haven't decided yet He's giving, me the, he's giving me the look, so it might end up in Vern's package. And then, oh, boys, what are you guys doing to me? Jo- it's your fault, collectively, and it's also John Joker's fault. I've gone in on Batman again. So, last week I oh, showed yeah, you... Oh, yeah, you did. I know, last week I showed you <laughs> those two. Yeah. Uh, then I thought, well, I've got to get classic Joker... So I got a classic Joker, and then I've got to get a more classic Batman. So it's still an Arkham Batman, but there's like two variants. Mm -hmm. So I got those two. And then I saw this crazy Batman, which is like, I don't know how you you describe him. He's kind of rock and roll, deaf Batman. And I thought, that's awesome. And then I realized he comes with a bike. Look at that bike. (laughs) (laughs) That thing's nuts. So it's like a meatloaf bat out of hell, Batman. Book. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, right? I'm getting that. That is awesome. Um, and then these are quite old, but they randomly turned up. They must have been on order ages ago. I got a, a couple of vintage figures, Snoke, and um, I forget what that guy's. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name, but um, but they turned up. And I've got a ton of stuff coming tomorrow. So. Uh, Next week should be an interesting and um, session as well. So that's my pickups for the week. Oh, and I've also got a ton of. I, I saw my um, God bless her, my, my my saw my mother for the first time in ages, and she likes to collect Funko Pops for me. And uh, she popped round, she popped round to see me, and she bought a massive box. I'm not kidding. There's about twenty Star Wars Funko Pops around here, so I'm not going to get those out, but. I'll be, uh, I've got shorts, I've got lots of material for shorts for the next couple of weeks anyway. So if you see a lo- you see a load of Star Wars Funko Pop shorts, um, in, in your notifications, it'll be Salacious Rum. And, uh,
4: Salacious, you also got,
3: uh, the Carbonite. Watch that. Oh! I uh, oh, yeah. watched that video, oh, yeah. That, that thing the, was awesome. That's the best, the best one, actually. I forgot to show you that. So, um, this is <laughs> uh, this is from a company in America. They're prop makers, um, and it's, it's in the style of an animated monkey lizard. And it's called uh, – they're on Etsy. They're called the Quackian Monkey Lizard Adoption Agency. <laughs> and they used to make these monkey lizards uh, for cosplayers. So you'd see these style monkey lizards all in different colors on people's shoulders at uh, Star Wars Celebration and whatnot. But He stopped making them, and he made this uh, he hasn 't got any others. this was his last one it 's latex's got a nice squishy nose, um, but it 's on a big bit of so- big bit of solid wood and it 's massive it 's thirty three inches and um salacious doesn 't really like it i 'll be honest. All the other monkey lizards around here like they they scuttle past it they 're a bit worried they don 't want to be putting they don 't want to be frozen. But I just, I just thought it was cool, and uh, that will go up on the wall in the Monkey Desert Lair somewhere. So, uh, yeah, hell of a, hell of a time shipping that over from America though, with all the taxes and stuff you have now. So, but I think it was worth it. And I like supporting, I like supporting um, creators and artisans and you know people that that make stuff like that. So, so there you go. There's my pickups. So
4: let us know in chat uh, if you guys picked up anything uh, cool or uh, unique this week. We'll wait. So, guys, should we uh, should we share our candidates for uh, surprise unboxing?
0: Sure, go for it. Let's see what you got.
4: (laughs) All right, so uh, I've been inspired by all the Twitter talk. I got handsome monkey lizard. So I've got. uh, a lot of talk on Twitter about this guy over the last few days. I've been staring at him a while. So we got Groots. We have uh, – uh, and sometimes who's uh, here as a contender. We've got the Invincible Iron Man. And uh, I'm going to go off the board this week and surprise everyone and throw up Shatterstar. Oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> He's back. So we got Groot, Shatterstar, or uh, the Invincible Iron Man from uh, Comic Book Run. I think I think about 2018 was the run with uh, the suit and the sword. Sound, what do you guys sound, got?
3: Sound off in the chats. Let us know what you want to do to unbox. Yes, let,
4: let me know which uh, which one you guys would like to see liberated.
3: Has
0: Vern got any candidates?
1: I don't have anything I'm going to unbox today.
3: Okay. How about Ant- Anthony? Anthony, if have- you yeah, is there anything that you we? This is a bit of a tradition of ours. Uh, dude started it, but people apparently people like to hear and watch us open uh, uh, open something. It's the it's like uh, it's 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 uh, ASMR uh, time on the on the show.
2: I'll next time I will uh, I'll I'll save something specifically for that. <sighs> I, I like I I have a tradition is when I get it in, it's like uh, I. It, it'll sit there until the evening when I'm done all all I wanna do and like all right, it's time to open my toys.
3: Yes. Yeah. Well we know you're opening something, Sean, so what are the candidates? Uh you know what? <clears throat> let's see, who do I got laying around here?
0: Yeah. Uh let's see. Uh how about just her? We're gonna take a look at her. Yeah everybody know who that is? I'm dying over yeah, so that's going to be our candidate.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, But well, uh, it looks this... like it's a big battle. We got Groot, Shatterstar again. Uh, so uh, who in the chat seen Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? And have all you guys seen it already? Yes, I have not. Definitely. Do you plan on watching it, Anthony? Oh, yeah.
2: I, I have to watch okay. WandaVision as well, but they're high on my list. Okay.
0: So uh, we can try to keep it spoiler-free uh, and just give our thoughts on it.
2: No, no, no. Don't don't alter the chat on my account.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I'll just uh, start out by saying I loved it. I thought it was terrific, man. It was better than the pilot of WandaVision to me. Uh, it okay. started out with action right away. And through the entire show, it showed us the after effects of Endgame. And to me, I just thought it was excellent. And then it showed the struggle of the relationship with Falcon and his wife and uh, his little fishing town. I thought it was just a brilliant story. It's building into something that's going to be amazing. And then that cliffhanger at the end. uh, Don't give any spoilers. Yeah, no. Don't give any spoilers. No, no, that's as far as I go. That's as far as I go. But that sums up my thoughts. (laughs) The dude's the one with the – The map on these things usually so
1: but i know i know what you said on twitter um that you said it was better than any episode of wandavision so i just want to say this before we get started so the two shows i can see already to me are like they're different right
4: oh totally i really Yeah. yeah
1: i remember when the first episode of wandavision came out there was a lot of talk about like oh what was that episode about and people weren't really into it in the beginning so um i can already see that like the start off on on falcon and winter soldier was actually fantastic because it went right along with like the story it just picked up and continued (laughs) but i really dug like wandavision from the beginning Mm -hmm. and it was because of the these the sets the way they they did all the episodes so like i can't really compare the two right like and say one's going to be better than the other one but the Falcon and Winter Soldier, the way that they 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 did the two different story arcs in there, mm-hmm. I think are is fantastic, and I think that they're doing the, both the characters justice at this point. So I really mm-hmm. appreciated that.
4: I, uh, yeah. So, so when I threw that out to us, really the thought was um, not so much comparing because they're different, but, you know, my after watching the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I really felt that that was better than any episode of WandaVision just for me. And, and even though they are different. And, just like you guys said, from the start, it grabs you. Like it totally grabs you. It sucks you in. That was one of the coolest uh, openings. I, ca- I, it probably in almost any Marvel movie. I mean, that was thrilling yeah. to watch the opening. Um, I really enjoyed how you started off with like the fantastical, you know, action sequence, right? But then the most of the episode was then just grounded, developing and setting up the character arcs for both um, for uh, both uh, Bucky and Sam. And I really liked how the layers they put in, especially for Sam. Like that was, that was pretty intense. Um, just getting into his story and where he, or not, I'm sorry, not Sam, uh, for Bucky, it was very intense of what he's doing right now and where he's at in his life and then the arc that they're building up to. Um, I was, I was like riveted when they, when they did that. And, and to me, that's part of what makes the MCU great is they, they think these things out and they have layers, but, you you connect with them not just because they're a superhero. You connect with them because they're a person and and they have an arc and a struggle and it was and it's so well written. Yeah. And what I really like is how they're setting up um, uh, how how it's going to be like a buddy cop, right? They're very different personalities. very and, and, you know, in us growing up, you know, 80s and 90s buddy cop movies, I was explaining to my six or almost 16 year old, we were watching it is that we grew up in an era of buddy cop movies where you, you pair two people together with different personalities and it, it does make entertaining and then you watch them become friends, right? Um, so I, I love how they set it up. I love the story arcs that they've uh, set us up on. And then the action sequence was outstanding. I mean, I, I like... When, when you see something like that and when you get done and you're just excited and you have energy and you can't wait for the next one, um, that, you know, you know it was a well done show. So I, I cannot wait for yeah. the rest of the series. It, it, so so I guess I would ask you guys again, keeping spoiler free, um, you know, did it meet, exceed or underperform in terms of expectations? So for myself, it, it actually exceeded my expectations for the first episode. How about you guys in chat?
1: So I think, um, personally, I think it, it met my expectations. I was expecting a captain America winter soldier feel to the movie mm-hmm. just because of the characters. And I think that we're going to get kind of like that same, you know, action pace storyline, um, that we had with that. And that was probably one of my favorite films.
2: I love hearing that there's a consistency, uh, just, just in the material. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited to
4: watch. Oh, and yeah. it's, uh, it. It. Uh, I. I vowed not to get into like Easter eggs and hints because I. I think I went down some kind of rabbit hole with <laughs> yeah, division <don't> <laughs> and then and then I got <laughs> really yeah. mad it's about the it. boner joke. Like the <laughs> I was so mad when that happened. But um, the like, just just watching it without intent to look for stuff like that, there there was a lot of callbacks, and and again, you, it is so layered and planned out and methodical. But the the thing, like, there was just small things that took you right back to. Ah, uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier, and and I found that so interesting um, that you know whether that was planned or not, but the layers they put into it, um, and and as excited as I am for the action sequences, like I'm really excited to see Bucky's arc after they just set that yeah, up. The, like, ah. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible.
1: The storyline's going to be great, and I think like uh, I think that's a good idea because watching a show and not trying to find like mm-hmm. a clue to something else. Mm-hmm is just going to make the show uh, 10 times more enjoyable,
4: mm-hmm.
1: right? It is. It was a good, it was a good life just, lesson. Yeah. And you're just watching it to watch it, which is, I think, I think what, uh, if you go in with that intent and you find something, that's one thing, but if you go in looking for it, you'll you'll find whatever you want to find. Exactly. Yeah. But well, I think they did it.
4: Oops, no, I'm, I'm shutting up, <laughs> right. oh, no, So what I, I was going to say... I,
1: No, but I think it's uh, it's off to a good start. So I'm hoping that they keep the pacing up and uh, and, you know, then it'll carry it through.
4: So one of the things I think, you know, the writer director um, did is, and again, I'm going to say Bucky again, and, and it's only because in all the movies, he was just an accessory character to me. Like, he, you know, what I mean, it, yeah. like I always thought he did a good job, especially the action scenes he was in was really good, but he wasn't someone I was invested in or, you know, what I mean? he just was another superhero on the screen that did a good job being what he was there for. Right. And in one episode, they made me care about him, like immediately care about him identify with him in a lot of ways of, of just some of the things he's going through with like depression and, and making amends and things like that. And then now it's like, I'm totally invested in his character. And to do that in 50 minutes, less than 50 minutes is incredible um, because there, there's not many writers, directors that can do something like that. Um, so to me, that that was one of the most surprising things about it is, is how much I now care, care about and, I, and identify with him as a character.
3: So good opening episodes. Nothing groundbreaking, from my point of view, fun to watch. But I can't believe you want to spend so much time talking about that when the Snyder Cut was clearly the standout piece of entertainment uh, that's, that that oh, came out man. over the last couple of days. Oh my God, Winter Soldier! It was fine. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. But Zack Snyder is a visionary. What an amazing. What a. What a. Sh- what a brilliant. Four hours of DC uh, magic, so there. you yeah, I'll just I'll just stir that pot, dude. Well, let's
4: segue. No, let's segue it. Did everybody watch I, it? I, 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 I have not.
2: It. <laughs> I bet it's on my list. Um, it it was highly recommended. Uh, if, if you guys don't know, I, I do a column uh, every once in a while for Forces of Geek. Uh, the editor yeah, is. Right yeah thank you thank you very much but anyway the editor is you know he he's very passionate about pop culture and he mm-hmm. had just watched it and he it, and i trust his opinion a lot and he gave it glowing reviews so if he's given it a glowing glowing review i know i'm gonna like it
3: well it's a yeah, it's no, a I good say, we're, we're, sorry Vern, go, go, for ahead. It. go
1: ahead okay well i'll just preface uh i did watch it but i watched it in uh three parts because um, I started the first part when it was really late on, uh, I think, Thursday. And then I ended up having to watch a little bit last night, and I watched a little bit today. So I did watch it in three parts, and that may have helped me like it a lot more because I thought it was really good.
3: Well, I think it's a good ex- – I think it's a good – if you watch if you watch both cuts, the Whedon cut and then the Snyder cut, this is a good example of – Um, when studios get it right and when they get it wrong and put and i and i felt for zach you know that family tragedy Mm -hmm. he went through was appalling you wouldn't wish that on anybody and i was saying to uh, brandon today on his stream obviously this is a bit of a problem it's where business meets art and people have Mm -hmm. and there are investors that have spent millions of pounds on this and they want to return on the investment what Mm -hmm. should have happened is warner brothers should have Given him some time to to you know come back to it and release it at a later date, but obviously yeah. that does d- 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 not work in the business world. They needed to release it. They wanted their capitalism doesn't back. care, man. Right, but um, the Whedon cut was a, was a mess, uh, and this is probably a bit of a we've seen a little bit of this of when studios don't take their time because the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. in Star Wars was definitely rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say it was bad and people have got different, different views on that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but just, I just think how much, how much better, it, how much better it could have been if there was more time mm-hmm. for the writing process to take mm-hmm. place. And, um, and so I, I just go back and watch the Snyder cut and I just think, wow, this is a, this is chalk and cheese above what they put out. Warner so brothers me- didn't
2: learn that Warner brothers didn't le- learn their lesson from Superman two. that, that, Moot, that, that whole situation yeah. is a complete tragedy because if Richard Donner got to finish it, it just would have been magic. And yes. it's sounding a little bit like that's what uh, this is turning into, that type of situation.
4: Yep. So, uh, mm-hmm. so Salacious, what, what were your favorite parts about Justice League?
3: So I just I, I won't spend too much time talking about it because mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to give too much away. But the Whedon cut was was cut so quickly; um, mm-hmm. it didn't give any time to breathe. And I'm old school. I like old school movies from the '80s and late '70s, where the filmmakers took their time to develop an idea, rather than this fast cutting, this fast editing, whizzing through a film. And so mm-hmm. it's four hours. It's four hours. So he's got You've obviously got. A longer time to develop a story and develop arcs. Um and I like I like long camera shots as well. I hate I hate the um who's the who's the Force Awakens guy? Sorry, I'm having a I hate his fast cutting. That to me Mm -hmm. I prefer Star Trek 2 Raph of Khan cuts, long sweeping shots of ships and 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 Zach a Snyder creates beautiful frames and he's, he's criticized for doing lots of slow-mo and lingering on shots but they're beautiful mm-hmm. shots they are they are each each frame is a piece of art that is a visual feast and that it's it's and plus the story had the story was more coherent. Oh my it, it made sense yes. in his cut, whereas there were bits, there were loopholes and bits in the Whedon cut that just didn't really make sense. So there you go. I won't say any it more. That's well that's the, That's this. the salacious it, it was... uh, commentary on it.
1: Yeah, it's like getting a really good novel and then just picking up the uh, cliff notes and reading through it. That's yeah. what you got with Whedon's cut. This cut just filled it in nicely and just connected everything, I think. Well, I'm
2: curious, uh, like, how, like, um, nothing. I, I assume that they didn't reshoot footage. Like, how did they, how, how did this get assembled? And going back to Superman 2, there was a lot of footage that was reshot and they just mm-hmm. reinserted what was originally shot and tried to rebuild from there. What, uh, what did they do for uh, Justice League?
4: I think they did do some reshoots, didn't they? They did and some then, uh, And then some well, B roll, cool. some like different B roll footage, right?
1: there was a yep. lot of um there was some digital stuff too it looked like uh mm-hmm. there were a couple of the scenes special scenes effects that looked are like much they, yeah there were a couple of scenes that looked like they could have been video games right like um uh there was a one well there was one scene in particular where they had some of the main characters or the, some of the characters and it didn't look like they were actually there for the filming it looked like maybe they had just recreated them in like uh like in like video game footage almost but it was a flashback type sequence, so I think I was okay with it. Uh,
3: there was a tonal shift. So on like-for-like like scenes, there was a tonal shift. So mm-hmm. the open, yeah. the opening scene in Wed in in the Whedon cut is um, the Wonder Woman sequence in the um, in in London, and that had a lot of that had a lot of. Um, Gal Gadot bum shots and uh, <laughs> it just it's. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I think you know lots of people like uh, Gal Gadot's bottom, but but that's not really what Wonder Woman is about. And exactly, in, it's the uh, opposite. In, 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 in this in the yeah in the Snyder's version, it's just a totally different tone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the the principles and the philosophy philosophy of Wonder Woman and come through and she just shines more as a character. So they're, they're, they're totally different tones, yeah. if that makes any mm-hmm. sense whatsoever. So I think... Um, uh,
1: and <laughs> oh, we, we did it again. I would just you say, got I think a delivery that they the flash.
0: There,
1: yes, there,
2: for some reason, the <laughs> the mail track just pulled up, like, I have a driveway and it pulled down the driveway to deliver something for some reason.
1: seventeen. It would be fun if it, if it was a toy that I'm expecting. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes, let's see what we got.
1: <laughs> so I like that uh that they used the flash a little bit more in this cut too. I mean, um I thought that was actually really good because that'll lead into his movie that's coming out, right?
3: Yeah, hey, I, I, cy- I, I just, Cyborg.
2: I just got some stuff oh, yeah. if I could open it live. <laughs> Yay!
3: Yes. Live unboxing with Anthony. Yes.
2: Oh well, I need uh, I need my scalpel, which is getting handed to me. All righty, let's see. Uh, the first uh, the first box is from Eagle Moss. so uh, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. So oh, me too. Uh, I, I usually uh, pick up uh, ooh, some. I'm excited dishes. for this. Yeah, so I'm, I pick up select items. Uh, usually, it's the doctor, or right now I'm trying to do the companions. So I think these are Jesus. companions. So oh yeah, so I got um, I got the very first set of companions and the doctor. So uh, oh Roy my Martin gosh, that's and, uh,
4: awesome!
2: Yeah, yeah, Susan and uh, Ian and uh, Barbara. So oh dude, so, that's uh, so oh, cool. That, that's all that came in this box. Uh, I know that's I have a couple awesome, others, though. but. Uh, trying to work on that and then the other box um, I've actually picked this up for a uh, fellow for a fellow uh, UKer uh, his, I, I'm trying to figure out maybe you guys know you guys all know Monster Panpan Pan on Twitter?
3: Yeah Is yes. his name Martin? I don't know his real name. Okay, uh, I,
2: because on on Instagram, um, and he, he might be watching right now. But uh, on Instagram, Martin, I think it's F. Fuller. Uh, he he asked if I could pick up a bunch of uh, accessories from uh, Marauder Rudders. so uh, picked up a bunch of heads and like little little gadgets. So this this may not be as exciting as I as I open it, but and I have no idea how they're packed. But it's just a. Uh, Whole bunch just... of stuff like uh like uh bodies for customizing um so uh, they're j- customs from mar- uh marauders gun marauder gun rudders um and then th- this bag has a whole host of uh like heads and uh uh knives and little, little accessories like that so oh,
1: yeah so cool.
2: he'll be he'll be excited oh here's the heads let me show off the heads real quick um I ordered a bunch myself. I have another a set of heads coming in uh, in a few days, but uh, here's some female heads uh, that that he's getting to customize. So
3: Vaughn's, Vaughn, Vaughn's getting excited. He likes loose heads. He puts them on Hulk, Hulk bodies all the time. <laughs> I, I
2: ordered like sixty dollars worth, so uh, <laughs> they'll they'll be going on uh, to make some custom Imperial uh, Navy commanders and and whatnot, and Imper- and rebels. I I have a
4: small rebel army, believe it or not. All right. That's it.
3: <laughs> that's awesome.
4: Hey, so well, th- sometime on uh, on Twitter or uh, uh, Instagram, I'd love to see uh, some of your Doctor Who stuff. I'm, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I, I, oh, I remember yeah, watching I, um, it. Uh, uh, you know, I started watching it on PBS as a kid
3: at oh, my yeah. grandma's
4: house, I remember. And then, you know, I love the modern Who as well. So, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd love to see e- what you have.
2: Yeah. The, some of the modern who is magic. I, I'm a big Dalek collector. So I have a, uh, on oh, top cool. of a bookshelf, I have like uh, almost every five inch Dalek that they made.
4: Oh dude. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, put, put some of that up. I'd love to see your
2: collection. I'd walk my computer in there now, but uh, I don't want you <laughs> no, it's, to uh... see
4: the rest of my place yet.
2: <laughs> in fact, uh, in fact, actually, um, I have a quarter in my bedroom that probably has a much better uh background suited for this type of thing with uh w- oh, with bar display case. Sweet, so, so so the next time uh you guys have me on, I'll I'll have a I'll have a more appropriate oh, background.
3: <laughs> I think we like the barge. That's you've got an awesome yeah, background. Huh? That barge is you, really cool. You
2: know what I gotta do is um yeah, I'm still trying to figure out lighting. I gotta darken up the walls, but I I, I got to get an imperial banner and put that in the back
3: and mm-hmm. you know start. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know, <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. You no, know, no, I completely agree. <laughs> oh,
3: and 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 there's an artwork that says Stafford, which is in England behind mm-hmm. you. What's, yeah, Stafford what's, Hall. What's that showing? Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I'm uh, you know, I I love this artwork from uh, an old Genesis album and uh, I I love that tour. So this is a kind of a a repo poster from that tour. I think it was like the last couple dates that they uh, from the 76 tour.
3: That's cool. And uh, do you collect any of the Star Wars ships from Eagle Moss?
2: I don't. Or, Or do you mean Star Trek?
3: oh sorry star trek sorry yeah. yeah star trek
2: i man i want to because they're beautiful but here here's my hang up is i i like i like scale so i have the art asylum uh enterprise uh, you know the you know uh the movie enterprise uh you know just 1701 no a no wow. b no c um and if i got the eagle moss i would like to have a. Enterprise A that's in scale with the Enterprise D, and I've yeah. actually talked to those guys, and it's like it's just impractical to do. So, but mm-hmm. they're beautiful ships. I, I would consider picking them up, but again, it's all display, <laughs> display yeah. space.
4: So, uh, to I guess to go back to uh, Justice League. Um, so the things I did like was I, I did appreciate that he finished his vision. I thought that was really cool and touching, considering you know what he and his family went through. And uh, I'm glad he was able to do that. I think that was, that was really neat. Um, the special effects were definitely improved. Uh, Superman's lip looked better. Um, I thought the wonder woman scene was fantastic. I, I love where it was sequenced in the film. And, uh, I think she's, she's terrific. Um, and I, I did enjoy having, uh, cyborg have an arc. I, I found that interesting. It probably would have made a really cool solo movie. Um, if, uh, if you had the right director for that. So, um, but, but for me, like, uh, uh, Snyder's movies are, they're just not for me. Like his style, the, the excessive slow motion, uh, minimal dialogue. Um, just it, uh, it, it's visually interesting, but for me for like four hours, I ever had a really hard time. I, I actually was nodding, nodding off about 90 minutes in. Um, so, you know, I, like, I love that you guys enjoyed it and loved it. And I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Cause I went in like super excited. Cause I, you know, I grew up on the, the original superman movie i love that i love uh you know nolan's dark Knight trilogy so i these dc comics you know were my childhood and uh um but his just his style of storytelling um is uh it, it it's just not for me it doesn't sync with me and it doesn't make it bad it it's just uh, it's just the way my brain works so uh I'm, I'm envious of you guys that enjoyed it for sure but um it, it, uh, this you know special effects the fight scenes it was all very cool but um it's uh like, like i said just uh, the, the style is just not for me
2: well, I think I think Marvel put DC at a disadvantage because Marvel is just so well thought out and laid mm-hmm. out. It, it's just it's hard to compete. So you know Warner Brothers is just doing the trying to do a different thing to, to so they're just ripping it off and um, yeah and it's it's a bummer that they I, in my opinion I think they fall short. I mean yes the Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan trilogy for Batman is pretty pretty brilliant and the first Wonder Woman is just like. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like I get chills. I mean, it's like they they, they really Wonder got Woman it was right. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um in and, and the other movies it's like you know, it just comes down to the writing and it's like I I like Zack Snyder. I 300 is brilliant. Uh the, I like Dawn of the Dead. Punch. He's great. Love um but, but it, it just it's like it's like JJ Abrams for the sequel trilogy and I know I will probably get a lot of heat, hate for that but it's like he's just he's a great filmmaker but Ne- not necessarily suited for Star Wars And that's no, the same no. way with You know, with Zack Snyder like right. he's, He has a vision, but is that Necessarily good for These characters that we love, you know It's like, mm-hmm. you know um,
4: Yeah well, JJ, it's, it's a tough call. and And I kind of put, even though their styles are different I kind of put J.J. Abrams and Zack Snyder together in my mind, just in terms of, I, I just don't enjoy their films. They're the the way it's minimal dialogue, minimal arcs, and it's all about MacGuffins. The MacGuffin to the next MacGuffin to the next MacGuffin. And um, I think J.J.'s is even worse uh, in, in terms of that with all, it's a lot of ideas, with no uh, thought out payoffs. Um, but the, I, I think the other thing that the the sequel trilogy for Star Wars suffered from, was what marvel does well which is they plan out all their arcs and movies so there's little things put in and and we all know that just the sequel trilogy was not planned out it just each one was you do this you know each director could have their own vision which is cool but it was so disjointed and then you're firing directors during production and and it was rushed um so so, so I, I think Star Wars could benefit from doing a Marvel-like process and layering out, which I, which it sounds like they're doing now, but layering out and planning out their movies. But, um, but, you know, and I know, you know, I know some people. I know Sean liked Rise of Skywalker. Um, and and again, I'm happy for people that liked it, but for me, like I saw that, and I'll never watch that movie again. Like it, it frustrated the heck out of me. Um, but uh, I, I just, I think I'm at a point with both these filmmakers where I've just realized I don't enjoy their movies. So I'm just, I'm just not going to watch them anymore. Whatever they do next. I
1: I think, I think also um, uh, from, from Marvel, I think they had the, I don't know if it was, it was more of a benefit to them, but they had to leave out certain properties that had been used many times before. Mm -hmm. So they had to come up with a plan to create like the Avengers and then not have like mutants, you know, the X-Men or Spider-Man in the beginning so they had to think about how are we going to use these unused properties mm-hmm. and make a cinematic universe where Justice League didn't have that problem, right? We've seen Superman through my whole life. There's been a Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been Batman movies uh, for many, many years and a TV show. So it's like those those properties keep getting reused. Whereas maybe if they were forced to think outside of the box and use characters that weren't readily used, you know, they would have had to think that out a little bit more because I mean when the Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I didn't know who they were, honestly.
4: Yeah, yeah. That was but that yeah, turns up to be that, one of my That was favorite. a risk. I mean, dude, that was a big risk doing that movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, but again, you know, it, it was it a was fantastic story. I
4: mean, just, just right. from the
3: beginning,
2: yeah. it just it just you just love start. Mm-hmm. Well, that that opening sequence, it's like you you're you're almost mm-hmm. crying. It's like it just really grabs you, you know. So yeah, they they just did it right. So
4: well, and I feel like when I look at the DC movies versus Marvel, like uh, even just talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier, what they did with Bucky and Sam, you would never see that level of detail and character arc in. In a uh, in a DC movie, Cyborg was probably the closest I've seen, and I, I'll say that right, the first Wonder Woman was was pretty solid with it. But in general, it's kind of like here's a hero you like them because they're cool, you know what I mean? And and I like how Marvel has has the hero portion, but then the human portion, and and they drive the human portion of the story, and the hero is kind of like the highlight and the cool, you know? It, it kind of like highlights it, and then they combine it together. Um so to me that's something that's always missing from from the DCEU movies is are those character arcs because I, I don't care about the characters mostly. Um whereas like I like I said with, with Bucky, I immediately I went from him just being an accessory character to now I'm totally invested in his arc and to see where he mm. goes next.
3: Well Stan Sebastian is a very underrated actor. Yeah. I, I feel I did mm. think after watching um the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That I wish they'd have given him a shot at Luke Skywalker. I really wish they'd have given him giving him a, a chance. Um, you know, in the Mandalorian, because uh, yeah, I think he's very good and, and probably hasn't mm-hmm. been given probably hasn't been given a lot of material really to work. with.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'd totally be down. i totally it. be down with him playing Luke if if they do when, a Luke series. Yeah, he's going to be like, training. Uh,
0: he uh, he's going to train Grogu, uh-huh. and we're going to see Kylo Ren, that Stranger Things kid. Is gonna, you know, oh god, train no, he's with Grogu, oh, no. and we're gonna see. No, some please, sort not of him. For that.
2: No, you no, they know how I have thought to. Luke was well, That's, new that's good, good casting,
1: Sean. That is
2: good casting. <laughs> oh, I first, when uh, when we Luke took off his hood, I actually first mm-hmm. thought that that was Topher
4: Grace. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah so in, and the one thing i always say that that i like about us on here is is one i don't i don't dislike Zack snyder or jj J. abrams as you i don't know them obviously clearly as humans i just i don't like their art it's not for me but i i like right. that it's okay that you guys you guys like it and it's okay that i don't like it but to me it's more just i like talking about like what i liked what i didn't and hearing what you didn't and sometimes like you guys yeah. have made points about things and i'm like oh you know i didn't think of that or you know what i mean it's like we we can share that and I think that's important in our community because people get angry if your opinion's different and it's totally okay to right for us to have different opinions and it's even more important that we share them and don't just talk about the things we all like in common. Mm -hmm. And again, guys, it's not like there's no ill will towards a, a writer or director. And I, I, I wish them well in life as human beings. I just, their art doesn't click with me and, and and that's that's the extent of it so i you know i really? i appreciate the the good banter we have and that we
0: respect each other's opinions on these things yeah see i yeah, felt that, just wanted to do good to star wars he really did with all oh of course I, he did world. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that,
2: I, I, you know, I, that's the thing I was it was like ahead. i again working in the industry i've worked with plenty of people who work for J.J. Abrams, he is so well-loved. Like, yeah. like, people are just like, oh, they, they love being on set with him. He creates a great atmosphere. And that goes a long way. It's part, you know, it's like he, he has talent, and but the fact that he just creates such a great atmosphere... That's mm-hmm. a, part, a good part of the reason why he keeps working, and I know he and he's so passionate about filmmaking, and I know Snack Cider is too. And it's like it's like it oozes out, you know, Maybe, and it doesn't work like in all of our favorite filmmakers have uh, stumbled, even Spe- Steven Spielberg,
1: mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's totally. In a process, we're all
2: human. I,
1: I think J.J. Abrams is really good at capturing like the the whole nostalgia of when he when he remakes something and bringing that. I mean. It's just some, you know, some of the, the techniques he uses, he overuses like the lens flare a little bit. Like, that's like the running joke, right? But right. I mean, for the most part, uh, I think I've liked almost everything he's done. Yeah.
2: What, one of his best scenes was in Super 8 when the kids were making their own little movie and they're running around uh, the, 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 the army guys. Like that's, that, that's like that's pure magic right there. It's like, that's, yeah, that, that's good
4: stuff. I, I think out of all the things he's done, I, I did like the first Trek. Um, I thought that was a good reboot, um, casted well. And I think, I think the actors act well for him. Like I, I, you know, they do a good, their performances are very well done. Um, but I really, really did not like, uh, Star Trek into darkness like that. <laughs> that, uh, way. Um, yeah, dude, that, oh God, that, you know, and cause the, the thing was, it was unnecessary. He had an open world and there's no need to bastardize my favorite Star Trek movie, Wrath of Khan. Um, The Lost series really was, you know, to me, it was atrocious ending, like great, lots of ideas of MacGuffins, no payoffs. And then, you know, with him with Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens was an entertaining popcorn movie, but it was a literal derivative of A New Hope. And, you're starting off Star Wars new. I didn't want to see the exact same movie and story beats that I loved as a kid. I wanted something new and different. And then for me, Rise of Skywalker was, it was just the, the, it. Was, to me, it was one of my least favorite movies I'd ever seen.
0: And yeah. so for the, me, that, at that point, scene, I seen, man, where he's in uh, on Mustafar, slaughtering all those Vader's you know, little minions. It was terrible. Dude, that I thought scene it was, was terrible epic, because man. he I didn't... I watched it like a hundred times when I got it on digital. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. For me, He, you know, no, you know, but he sliced off his arm and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. That so,
4: so the action of it was cool, <laughs> but I didn't know we were on Mustafar until afterwards, and I had to read about it online. So if you're on yeah. Mustafar, one, let me know you're there when I'm watching the movie, and two, yeah, why don't we go to Vader's right. castle and establish, yeah. show me why you're there what's your purpose of being there is how that connects to your arc in the movie. And then show me Vader's castle. Yeah, dude. If they, if if now we're in Vader's castle, like, and now I know why we're
0: on Mustafar. but that to me, that's part of the problem. That comes down to not enough time. Like uh, we were saying earlier, they just didn't have enough. Yeah. That's part of of that stuff.
4: But I think that's also endemic of his filmmaking, where it's it's stylized and it you don't develop the arcs and you you have to read things to understand what's going on. It's not it's not really spelled out. Uh, there's not proper exposition if that makes sense. Um, yeah. but again, it's like, it, it's a beautiful movie and the actors act their butts off for it. Like the performances in all his movies are terrific. It's just this, the style of storytelling does, doesn't click with, you know, and, and I've got a weird brain, so it's probably me. Yeah.
0: It's probably my fault. Well, I mean, as long but, like, as it Disney owns Star Wars, well, they are going to keep making the movies. And to me, I want to see yeah, I like so. what JJ Abrams made because that was going on an adventure, and like you said, eating popcorn, having a good time. Because unfortunately, yeah. Disney owns Star Wars. It's going to be that way forever now, and uh, I'd rather see well, that I, than what we got in say the Last Jedi, where you know I walk out of the theater yeah. like, what the f- happened here? Well, that's, that's uh, or like the that's Mandalorian, the whole point, right? like somebody said earlier, uh, the Mandalorian is where it needs to go. They need to take what we know yeah. and just you know build upon that.
4: I think they learned the lesson from the sequel trilogy. It, it seems like they've learned the lesson and, and they're correcting, you know, what got them to that point. You know, and, and the unfortunate thing is Rogue One and Solo were my two favorite movies of the Disney era. And they did not get uh, treated properly because of mm. the Rush sequel trilogy. And I, yeah. and they were and both I think those movies. were good movies. Yeah, yeah, those are like I like Solo is is I love Solo. And Rogue One is is excellent too. Uh, so I, you know, those movies uh, did not get the credit they deserve for being good movies. So I, I think they're on the right path. And obviously, Mando is great, and it's pretty much universally loved. Um, you know, to me, uh, and and this is more this okay. So this is more of a fun thought exercise. I would have liked to see the sequel trilogy start off in the Jedi Temple, with Luke as the Jedi Master, and you have a couple other Jedi Masters with him. And then maybe you, yeah. maybe Ahsoka's is there or what have you. And then you see Ben as a Padawan, and then you have other Padawans that mm-hmm. are with Ben. And then you see Ben's relationship with his parents, and you see Ben hate, you know, starting to mistrust Luke. And then and then you layer it to, and then you layer it and show his arc, and you show why he turns to the dark side because of his relationship with his dad, because of how maybe Luke treated him. And then because Snoke is twisting his mind, right? So you watch that, you see his fall to the dark side to where you understand why he made that decision. And then yeah. you watch him turn. And then the second mm-hmm. movie, and then, you know, you could have still introduced Ray there, but yeah. I, I think that was such a miss because as soon as Kylo Ren was on screen, you're like, he's cool. That lightsaber's yeah. cool. He could stop a laser. But yeah, who are you and why do like I care? Rey,
0: but They just didn't do it.
4: Yeah. And, and really so, cool. you know, and then you can introduce Rey as like, you know, another, you know, darkness, you know, light, darkness, rise, whatever Snokes has. Right. So you introduce Rey, but you you have her truly as someone who all of a sudden magically can't use every force power to, to Obi-Wan's ability. In, you know, in two hours later in a movie. Right. But you could have mm. it to where she does one thing like just something happens and the force channels her and she does one thing that saves everyone gets them out of the situation. And she doesn't even know how she does it. Like that would have been believable and bought you in. And then you see, then the next episode is Luke training her and what remains of the Jedi order yeah. picking it up. And then, and then, because then you understand you could watch Luke fail. If that was the arc yeah. they wanted to take, you could see how Luke failed and then how it affects him. But then. Then you get to watch the character arc of how he redeems himself in his own eyes at that point, right? Yeah. So we're bought into the characters, we're bought into their arcs. Um, mm-hmm. So it, again, the, I mean, to me, that's just more of a, a mental exercise to talk about that. But I, yeah. I, I think that I would have liked to see that better than what we got. We are going to see What do you guys? That?
0: I mean, that's why we saw Snoke and those tanks in the Mandalorian, you know, because that's what the mm-hmm. story is heading towards. We are definitely going to see Luke and Grogu. I guarantee it. They know that's what everybody is going to want to watch it on the planet. If they release that in the theater next month, the theaters would be packed even with COVID uh, because everybody wants to see it. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, it's so, coming, man. So there's a... exactly. So- so
4: Tina has a good question. She goes, what do you guys think
0: about the alternate
4: universe theory? And I, it doesn't seem like Disney's going to do that. But if they did, I, I clearly would love that. <laughs> and then they, yeah, I don't think so. And then they use the yeah. Mando to build and retell the story because, yep. exactly. ultimately I think the thing,
0: they
4: just, I think like the thing, I think this up. thing, yeah, yeah. Oh God, the, like Ray Nobody was great. Ray Nobody yeah. was awesome. Like she no. did not have to be the child of cool. Palpatine's <laughs> clone. Like right. Like what a cool thing is that you don't have to be the daughter or son of somebody to matter in the story. And, and that was one of the. Yeah, that, that was one of the things I liked about Last Jedi. Um, I, I did not like the portrayal of Luke, but I blame that on JJ for putting him on an island with no dialogue. Um, where else could Ryan go? Well, they they also the court, cut out you know. the
2: best scene with Luke, uh, which was uh, that third lesson or whatever with the, with the mm-hmm. island natives. It's like that, that, mm-hmm. that belonged in the movie, that, that totally. Mm, I know.
0: Absolutely.
4: Yep. Yeah. But it, it was hard to see Luke like that mm-hmm. without full context. And, you know, again, I, there's a lot that I liked about last Jedi. Um, I think it was the best made movie of the three. Um and there, were, I liked Definitely. more of it that I didn't. The but the things I didn't, yeah, it, it it was it was I didn't agree with what a lot of what they did, but I thought it was well thought out and and executed, if that makes well, sense.
2: Well, actually, can, I'll, I'll I'll actually say it was well thought out, but I don't think it was executed well because I think a lot of those beats, uh, like Luke, it's like it's I think it's the interesting and right idea and it makes sense in a storytelling type of way to have this character fall from grace, but Mm -hmm. it's just the way they portrayed it. I don't think the execution came out well. And like in the beginning, uh, like pose pose stuff, you know, like, uh, being kind of like going against orders like that is the exact right beat for the story it's just mm-hmm. the way it all got pulled off it just lost me you know it's like it's yeah. it, it, it's it's right in in intuition but mm-hmm. just poorly portrayed i think
4: well that's, that's and to that think. point one of the most cringe-worthy moments in all of star wars is you have all those bombers that are exploded all these star fighters dead and then they finally release the bombs on on top of uh, I forget the name of the ship, right? Right. And then they cut to they cut to whatever actress it was, and she goes, "Bombs away," and I, and I'm like, "Man, that is a somber scene." All they just got wiped out. Leia's pissed, and it's such like a I, I felt like it was like the cheesiest one liner. And it should have been it like that was not the right note there. It totally, every time I watch that, it like and I won't, I I don't watch anymore. But I've seen it a few times. But it like pulls me right out of the movie. So I mean, there there were several things like that that were just well, it's not your exactly hugs, your well, yeah. joke
2: hugs right and hugs. That was just like, I learned my lesson from a short film that I made where it's sort of like we're agonizing over a line of dialogue. And it's like we had to cut it because we realized that the audience, you know, it's sort of like it was a little ambiguous. It wasn't delivered right. And the audience is going to have to work too hard toward it. And it wasn't until Mm -hmm. I saw Last Jedi at home that I realized, oh, he's saying hugs. Now I get the joke. It's a dumb joke, but when I saw right. it twice in the theater, I didn't get it because it's too much like Hux. It's like, that was, yeah. Talk about yeah. getting pulled out. <laughs> so I, I, no offense I, to anyone a, who likes the movie because it's it's a really good movie. I just is, don't think it's a good Star Wars movie.
4: It, dude, it, if it wasn't a Star Wars movie, yeah, I agree. It probably would be a good movie. I But again, it just goes back to not being planned out because I would like to think if, when you're creating a movie, and you're like, hey, we're going to have the original cast back, but Luke Skywalker isn't going to be in this movie except for the last minute, and he won't have a line. I mean, w- there had to be one person there to be that's like, a, um, <laughs> "Excuse me." Like,
2: that's a right? hook, though. That that uh, that's that's the thing, though. It's like, what a great way to start a movie. Luke Skywalker is missing. That is a great hook, you know. But it is a great. Okay, but that's then, fair. then how you you know execute the rest? That's
4: <laughs> it, it's a that's great a hook. Problem it's a great hook, but you made Luke Skywalker a MacGuffin by doing that. And I just, you know, again, it, it, again, like, like I'm saying, like my mental exercise when I like to think about it is it, you started off in the Jedi temple and we get to see Jedi master, Luke, you know, our hero, right. From all these years. I mean, we've wanted to see Luke fully powered as a Jedi master, right. And teaching Padawans. Um, it's 30 years later, you know, we get to see his, his, uh, the Jedi Academy or whatever you want to call it. And man, that was such a miss to not start there.
0: All right. So maybe yeah. we should move on to our next subject here. <laughs> we could probably uh, we
2: could probably talk for the next 3 hours about the uh, fine uh, storytelling uh, t- technique. Okay.
0: Not quite uh Fan First Friday, but we can briefly talk about this week's uh Black Series drop that they talked about. Uh did you guys pre-order anything from <laughs> those? Or the Walmart exclusives too. We got the Walmart exclusives uh TBC and we also got those uh Non-canon characters, Jackson. I, I only. Uh, we got.
1: Yeah, I only pre-ordered the Jackson and um the Mole, and one of the reasons I didn't do the Luke is because of what I was showing you earlier. I just took the Dagobah Luke and I took them out and I painted them today. So, you know, I'm not going to spend twenty five dollars just to have the the character that he comes with, and um, I was looking at my. I don't know. You guys seen my video I did where I pulled the cape off of the Imperial. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm.
4: I had no idea that was underneath. You blew my mind. Yeah.
1: I'm just going to, I'm just going to take my extra one. Pretty
4: cool. I have two and I haven't opened either of them.
1: Yeah. I'll just take the extra one and paint them and then I'll fix up the cape. So it looks just like it. If I, if I really want that figure, I'll take the staff from uh, one of the Praetorian guards or whatever from the, um, Mm-hmm. That other movie we were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, are we are we uh, are we it, down, right? it
4: now? We can't say it. <laughs> the movie that. <laughs> I don't want to go back.
1: Yeah, I don't want to go back. But but I but here's <laughs> here's my problem with this this Luke right. Um, okay, so they sold it to us in a pack with a Yoda, then they sold it to us individually, and now they want to repaint it and sell it to us again. Yeah, I I, agree. I just have a problem with with that.
4: Dude, I, At least I 100% could, agree with you.
1: They could have put sleeves on and given them a robe, like like yep. the hooded, the black hooded cape. That would have been awesome.
4: I, I totally agree with you. And oh, I, I had the debate myself of whether or not I was going to buy that one. And one, it came down yeah. to I'm just kind of a sucker for Luke's. But the other portion is um, I like the box it comes in. So for me, I'm not going to open it. I'm going to keep that in box. And and I want to mm. display that like that. That's really cool. And I and I read those comics years ago when they came out. So I love that they're doing comic figures. Um, so I, th- you know, they suckered me in. And it, but if it did, if it just had a normal like Black Series box, the new style, I, I wouldn't have done it. But that that's what got yeah, me the box was, is good was that meat box. Yeah, that, that was cool. But I ordered two balls cause I don't have a mall yet. So now I get to have a mall and I'm going to have one uh, to go out of box. So then the question is, uh, is he fighting Kenobi or Ahsoka? even though it's the wrong mall cause he's shirtless, but it's still mall. Um, and then, uh, I did grab uh, Jixon, and then, uh, I'm forgetting the other guy's name now, but, uh, I, I got all those, uh, one of each for sure.
1: It's okay that you forgot the name because Hasbro didn't even know the name.
4: I know. And that's why dude, <laughs> I still got that post COVID headache, brain fog. It's, it's, uh, it's bad.
1: <laughs> it's it, Karen or whatever. Yeah, that's what's supposed to be, right?
4: That's the only Someone. one that I I pre-ordered. You you got that one too? Yeah. Nice. So, what made you grab that one out of all of them?
2: It, why? Because it's an imperial. <laughs> exactly. Ah, I got it, it. Says right here on the screen, imperial. <laughs>
4: No, no, I got it. That was a stupid
2: question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like the Royal Guards are cool. And, uh, you know, I yeah. just love those characters that they're three and three quarter inch. So they're 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 a part of my official army.
4: Ooh, Gilster just had a great question. I don't know. Yeah, thanks I, for I'd the lo- super chat, Gilster.
0: Appreciate that.
4: Do you know what I'd love in a black series is I want uh, Tatooine Adinkin from uh, Attack of the Clones. I would love to have that figure. Um, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think uh, and a
4: Watto. Uh, yeah. yeah, how about a Watto Young Anakin two pack for like thirty bucks? Because they're mm-hmm. both be small. Put give Watto like a little stand so he could float, and then you have a Young Anakin, and then uh, Ooh, and then make it a three pack and have naked uh, C three PO. Yeah,
0: I, I want. Anakin I would love that. Racer. Vintage collection. I know you do. Series, That's I'll your take it.
4: That's your magical holy grail is that pod racer. I'd love that, too. That'd be really cool. And you know
1: what? They could be thinking about a two-pack or a convention exclusive because if we think about the way releases are going, they weren't sure whether or not there was going to be a Comic-Con in July this year. So, Mm -hmm. um, And they're still talking about doing a live convention in November. So it's possible that they're not telling us something that potentially they want to have as a convention exclusive.
4: Very cool. So Comic Con, so Comic Con, yeah. so they are planning on doing it, but just in in the fall.
1: So so I got an email that said uh, the convention was going to be virtual in July, but they were hopeful that they might be able to do an in person one in November. Did you hmm. get that one, Anthony? I that, didn't that that email. Yeah, I got. I think because I had tickets from last year, I carried them over, so I got that. I, I did too, them. so um,
2: I'm, yeah, for some reason, it, 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 maybe they're getting caught in my spam or something. I got the Comic-Con Museum uh, emails, which I kind of just glance over. I don't know if they're in there, but yeah, I don't recall getting a notification.
1: Yeah, they, they uh, sent a thing out saying, definitely going to be virtual in July, but they were hopeful for potentially November. And, and I think it's all just going to be um, how well the vaccination... And stuff goes right. Like those percentages get really high, the numbers go really low. I mean, because amusement parks are going to open up here at the end of the month. So yeah, into, and then into, black April, out the I mean. end of May. Vern, Ver, where, where are you? Right, San Diego.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I yeah. thought you were East Coast for some reason. Nope, right in the neighborhood. Me, you, and Sean are, are going to have to uh do a road trip and hang out. <laughs> yep, I'm yeah, three, three hours it. away. Totally. So.
0: And you know who else can come is I'm Paul. Good. He can come down and pick me up on the way. Paul's collectibles because uh, he's up oh, in Phoenix. Cool. So, all right, I'm gonna uh, have to
1: go. Kat. So, um, oh, oh, I'm gonna have to go. I've so, heard. I just want to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, Later, and buddy. And it was fun hanging out. All right. Yeah, sincerely, Take care you guys.
3: Nice to yeah, we'll uh, see, see you, you guys in person. <laughs> all right, <See> you then. <laughs> right.
0: right. Yeah. Maybe so we're two we out. Which to that opening? Yeah.
3: Yeah, we're two hours in now, Sean, so... Um, okay. You guys want to do the opening or skip it? For yeah, well, I, I've 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 already done mine, so I'll just quickly show you, if those that haven't okay. seen it, this is this is a six-inch Black Series Tebow. Oops. <laughs> Hold on. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry about
0: that. I booted him. There we go.
3: <laughs> You're kicking me out, Sean. You're kicking me out. It's not on. It's <laughs> not on. Monkey Lizard writes... So here's Tebow. He's a cool-looking dude. He the is, artic- Really is. The art- the articulation on these is absolutely phenomenal. Waists, knees, ball joints on the feet—absolutely brilliant. And look at the detail. He's a cute little murder bear. So oh, yeah. I hope they do more. I hope they do more Ewoks. A- we we are pro Ewok in the Monkey Desert Lair. So there you go. I've already un- unboxed him. So there he is. Tebow. All right, let's throw the dude up here. I'll start opening mine in the background. Oh, All right,
0: so
4: we are not going to do Shatterstar. Uh, we're going to go with the Groots. So for those of you that uh, – I, I just – I can't – I'm not ready for Shatterstar. <laughs> Someday. Someday. Let's check out these Groots. Ooh.
3: Oh, you're going, you're going for it for the plastic this week.
4: Yeah, we're, we're making sure everybody town. gets it. All right, guys. So here is, <laughs> here's a little dance air. Get my, uh, I don't know which way is easy. If I do that,
3: he's cute. There we go. he's cute. He's cute. That's so cool. That's, that's very cool.
4: And then you have, yeah, the dancing group from the opening scene of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two.
0: Look
3: at that. Tiny. Yeah,
4: he's so epic. And then here, just for a little scale fun, you can just see how big they are. No way, next to each other. And then uh, Groot actually come does not come with legs on him, so it's kind of like a build a figure. So I'll, I'll mess with that later. But uh, he is wow, dude. That is so detailed. Yeah. Check out that sculpt, the body sculpt, head sculpt. He's got. Uh, he's got yeah. His shoulders come all the way out. He's got a. He's got a ball joint in the middle. So good swivel shoulders come all the way out. That's a cool character. And what I like about this is you could throw this in with your uh, comic book as well as your MCU figures. It, it could cross between them. Yeah. Very, very cool. That's an awesome fig. Yeah.
0: I Yay! just opened mine this week too. I love him and he looks so sweet on display next to other figures. You can put anybody around him. Like I have Scarlet witch and X 23 uh, and he just looks so sick, man. I love that. He's smiling.
4: It it just is, this expression reminds me of End of Guardians one where he uh he takes all the, the uh bad guys and he like he basically guts them and then throws them back and forth along the hallway and he just turns back and smiles. Looks like the exact same expression.
0: That's awesome. All right, let's see what you guys got. All right. I'm just gonna throw uh I've already opened her up to save you guys some time, but there's Kira. And of course we all wish uh, the one with the red cloak. Uh, what outfit is that called that she's wearing in Solo, where she walks out of the Millennium
3: Falcon? Well, it's it's Lando's cloak, isn't it? So it's it? It, she's pinched. She's pinched it from. She had a bit of a snooched mm-hmm. uh, a smooch Actually, with hand, didn't she? Cool. Uh, yeah, in in well. Lando's cloakroom cupboard.
4: Yeah, so that, I'd call that like her Kessel Run outfit. But I, I definitely would have liked. I agree. They should make a figure of her in that outfit but but instead uh, of the Karelian yeah, really one. Good, man.
0: Pretty it's sick. a good
4: it's good face sculpt over too it's not i mean that's pretty reasonable
0: but that was brief and short anything else we want to add <laughs> <laughs> no we have a little bit more fun anthony than that
2: well uh, this has been a lot of fun <laughs> next time i'll uh, come prepared
3: Oh, you've been awesome dude you've been awesome it's been amazing we're very lucky that you uh yeah. that you agreed to join us so we we hope that you come back uh you agree to come back another time yeah oh yeah, i do. appreciate
2: it there's been a lot of fun it just uh, it just worked out um t- just with my job schedule uh, Sean uh messaged me yesterday and was like yeah i think i, I think it works out so
3: is there anything you want to plug, Anthony? Is there any projects or anything that you want to plug, or uh, any social media? Yeah, is there anybody you, you that can to plug? Uh, post his channel uh,
0: in the? I don't know if there's any moderators. Yep, uh,
3: I'll post it again know, right now. Hang you down. know,
2: anyone I really, yeah, any anyone I, anyone else I really want to plug, I'll think about it as soon as uh, as soon as Sean hits end. Uh, but yeah, it's like, look, hmm. I, I appreciate anybody who watches any of my videos and subscribes to my youtube channel the imperial communicates it's i'm very flattered um and i appreciate feedback i I get a lot of lovely feedback so thank you everybody and everybody in the chat too i didn't get to uh say hi to gilster or uh you in smugglers canyon officially so and all the new people that are meeting like tina uh, thank you guys a lot. Um, you know, and, and, uh, I have a newer Instagram account, uh, also the Imperial Com- communicate and then on uh, Twitter, uh, same thing, Imperial, the Imperial Com. Um, uh, uh Tez was uh, mentioning earlier, my, I guess, movie, uh, which I, I appreciate everybody's missing. I need, I need to sit down and put a little time and do some more photos. But like I said, the, the, the um, you know, I've done a lot of movies. I've done over almost 250 movies. And, you know, after a certain point, the iconic movies start kind of getting repetitive. So, um, you, know, you know, he's trying to do a new twist. So, um, man, that's it. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you guys all have great channels. I mean, Sean, I mean, geez, uh, I think you and I started about the same time. And you're just exploding, uh, you know, and just love how flashy your stuff is and uh, rum. Man, it's like it's just a jo- such a joy when I scroll through on Instagram and seeing your new posts, uh, your your new videos. Like it just it just it always puts a smile on my face because you know everybody has just such a has such a style and and uh, love of what they're doing. They've everybody's found their niche, you know. Yeah, you too, dude. <laughs> so, so yeah.
3: That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, it's great
2: that we all support each other too. I it mm-hmm. was like I appreciate the plugs and whenever I can uh you know try to plug oh, wow. everybody else too. So and I'm very yeah. impressed. I'm really jealous. Uh uh I, Vern Vern does some uh, really great uh stop motion himself. You know, I'm jealous. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure he does.
0: Yeah, it's like a dude says every week, you know, uh, our community is just absolutely amazing. You know, we can disagree on the movies like we were talking about earlier. uh, But in the end, you know, we're all passionate about what we're doing. uh, And that's what it's all about. And that's how we stumbled into each other, because uh, we all love uh, Star Wars and action figures, you know, so. Brilliant. Now, also, so, uh, you're a big Ray. Uh, uh, Clash of the Titans. What's his name? Ray Mass or Harrison or something. Ray like that? That... Harrison? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan too because that w- was such a childhood thing for me when I was. Uh, when did Clash of the Titans come out? When I was probably about eight years 80s. old. But it was in
2: the, it was in the early '80s.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And uh, to me, you know, uh, I want to know where you got your skeletons from. And uh, can I? Well, it get was those? Revolt.
2: It was Revolt Tech. I was going to tell Vern. I mean, that's uh, and and I got to give credit uh, to uh, uh, Michelle on uh, Twitter, and then she's a salt Dalek on uh, on Instagram. Uh, her 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 photography is just wonderful, and uh, she just has these great stuff and. I got the uh I got the skeleton because of her and then I just picked up uh of uh, uh Dave Bowman from uh 2001 uh just cuz they're just yeah. beautiful figures so and it's Can you he's get doing a Medusa service. from I like them? Him. I haven't I seen no I don't know if we'll get a Medusa I, did I see one I can't remember because they come they come with a booklet with uh, a lot of imagery um I just don't recall but a Medusa would be pretty
0: neat yeah and also uh i really want to binge watch like sinbad i know he was involved in some of those what would you recommend he did
2: uh i think he did both of them i just watched a a documentary uh he 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 did golden he did the golden voyage in the seventh or no the seventh voyage in the golden um flaking on the uh, the name of the the sequel but he, he did both of them um uh he also did uh, uh mysterious island uh you know great stuff in there a great interpretation of the of the book um what else um oh and of course jason the argonauts i mean geez oh yeah that's just like yeah, yeah that's just that too. oh man i just i haven't seen it in years but i just love that movie through and through yeah
0: so I guess I have to buy them on Vudu because I, I can't see them for free anywhere. None on Netflix or nothing like that.
2: Yeah, I think a couple of years ago, I was like, I got to see uh, Clash, or not Clash, uh, Jason and Argonauts again. Uh, but uh, I couldn't find it right away. And then I was like, got busy. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: I'm, I'm uh, they have collection. So we do they have, have a lot in they... common.
2: Yeah, they they have uh they have Ray Harryhausen collections and probably worth it for both of us
0: to pick them up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else, guys?
3: Uh, Just to say that uh, this show is also going out in audio format. So there's a podcast format. So if you have um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker any of the major podcatchers, uh, please do a search for free Men and a Monkey Lizard. Uh, search using the number uh, three, and we're higher up on that list. And if you wouldn't mind subscribing or following us, or even if any of you um, do use Apple Podcasts, if you're leave- leaving us a five-star review, it would pump us up the chart pretty quickly. So it'd be amazing if you could do that. Uh, please subscribe to all of our channels. Hit the like button if you haven't, because I think this show has got to be worth a like. Uh, mm-hmm. And turn your notifications on to all of our channels so that you get yep. notified when we release our. And interview. also, this is
0: episode eleven, guys, and uh, so we do have other episodes on all of our channels, uh, except for Anthony's, which maybe that'll
3: change one day. Uh, never know. <laughs> So that leaves us really to say thank you to everyone in the chats. Too many people to name. But you all know who you are. We love you. You're an amazing community. Thank you ever so much. Thank you to Dude's Nerdery, Sean Solo, Vern from Oakhurst, and our special guest today, the incredible Imperial Communique. Thank you ever so much for coming. Yeah,
2: thanks for having me. I'm really honored.
3: Yeah, dude, thanks for hanging out, man. I, I love hearing about, you know, uh,
4: it's just so i I can't even pick there's so many cool things man so i'm glad you're here thank you all right
2: all right we'll hope to do it again
3: and that leaves me that leaves me to say one final thing sean yes remember remember everyone monkey lizards they're for life not for spit roasting goodbye all right buddy